Alrighty. Uh, well, welcome everybody uh, to episode number 11 of Tempest Feud. Quick recap from last time. So you guys had uh, weaseled your way out after an incident at the dinner party. Uh, had uh, found yourselves initially uh, in captivity uh, by the hands of Zonos the Hut, uh, one of Papra's sons. I'm bringing but, up uh, bad memories, man. Papra. R.I.P. Papra. Rest. We're able. R.I.P. in peace. We're able to uh, weasel your way out of there, and then uh, after a um, escape from the towers, uh, Papra's tower, uh, you were able to get out and uh, find yourselves at a seedy little uh, Motel 6 and um, spend the night there. Uh, but uh, you quickly found out that uh, Papra's, not Papra's, Zonos's cronies were on your tail uh, trying to seek you out as uh, wanted um, individuals for uh, the crime of murder. Uh, murder was the case. And uh, you did have some leads on uh, some places to go to try and find out uh, before Papra had literally exploded. Uh, some places to go check out to find some information on uh, who the Spice Crime Lord is and also uh, who is behind these attacks on his family. And um, yes, the La Cantina. And uh, so after commandeering a uh, affluent family's uh, mini speeder uh, speeder van uh, for the bargain price of 2,000 credits I think it was yep that's right yeah uh, those things uh, can you just hear me only, the only go up in value when you take them off the lot so um, indeed and uh, eventually uh, found yourselves at uh, the first uh, first location on the list, uh, Kuzbar's Cantina. And uh, heading in there, um, enjoying a couple drinks, whatnot. Uh, chill atmosphere, uh, not saying much, but for, for Narshada and, and being here in the lower levels, uh, Kuzbar's was so far down level. Anybody? 42 40 going down. Yeah. 42. Yeah. There you go. Yep. Um, you know, still as you go lower, uh, still still a little uh, skeezy, but, uh, <laughs> you know, decent enough uh, considering. Uh, but anyway, you run into uh, Min, a Celestin, who had some information for you guys. Uh, and then uh, very uh, coincidentally, conveniently, <coughs> a droid rolls through announcing... Uh, essentially, that you all um, are are wanted uh, for the murder, uh, and there is a bounty out for each of you. And it uh, started displaying images of uh, of each of you individually. And um, a Trandoshan in the corner, who uh, s seemed like he'd uh, interested in that payday, uh, seemed to head over towards you guys. As uh, most of you guys has he uh, had headed out. Uh, as the Celestin, as Min suggested, saying that uh, if you guys head out, uh, you can probably avoid any trouble. 
Um, but uh, yeah, Deb, Deb was looking for trouble, and he's found it, and that's where we pick up. So, uh, Deb and the Trandoshan uh, Minix uh, had begun to grapple. Uh, so, I think that Deb, you had said that you walked over to him uh, to kind of give him the initial bribe, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'll put him there, and then you can kind of go up to him. We'll say that's kind of where you guys were. And then I know you did call out um, to everyone, hey, you know, come back in here. Uh, so, uh, might as well roll some initiative and just to help. Nope. Keep our orders here. Then plus uh, plus five to anyone within, I believe it's five feet of HK. Ah. Yeah, I know. But Remy Dang gets it. it. Oh man, look at that! And I have a a twenty-eight. I like to see that. Twenty R2. followed by a one. R two technically starts with two temporary hit points. Hey. I guess I start standing closer to you guys. I know. Everyone just crowd around HK whenever we, we're going to get into a fight. You've got the plus, plus five, right? Yeah, it's a plus five. Let me make sure I get him in here as well. Then place his thing. We're still level seven, right? We haven't leveled yes. up. Not yet. Right. Correct. You said if you get five more subscribers to your Twitch stream, we would level up today, right? <laughs> Starts texting all my friends. Yeah, <laughs> please, I'll pay you. <laughs> Can maybe arrange that. You guys got to survive the session first, so. That is true. If we get yeah, 10 subscribers, if we TP TPK. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for subscribing. The content is gone. The, the, they lose. They're all dead. We hope you enjoyed tonight's session. It's the <laughs> last one. Last one ever. Okay. I say we go out like the Sopranos and just mid mid game the screen just goes blank. <laughs> I've four, I've uh, during one of the one shots was Dab were you in that one when I lost power? Yes, that was that was pretty much that. That was basically it. <laughs> On my end, like yeah. Luckily, the stream actually did cut out because uh, I you know a little bit of vulgar on my end, but vulgarity on my end. <laughs> Anyway, Alternatively, we could go out like uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail, and we all get arrested at the end. <laughs> Seinfeld, you all end up in jail. R.I.P. Okay, uh, so Dab, you are up next to the uh, to Minix the Trandoshan, who had just attempted to grapple you, uh, but you were able to uh, worm your way out of that. Uh, and you had called for help. So uh, all you guys outside, 
um, you know, basically just outside. So uh, add uh, add 10 feet to your movement to kind of come back inside. Uh, okay. But uh, start at the top, uh, droids. All right. Um, Archie is going to move so he's back inside. And then... Archie, is it easy enough for you to remember to do both you guys if I take HK off? Yeah, that's what okay. I'm going Cool, they just kind of... Then I'm not thinking there's a yeah. problem, but anyway. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so, and then it's going to use homing rocket at the Trandoshan in question. <clears throat> All right, is that just a auto hit? Yeah, yeah, it's just a magic missile. Okay. Oh my. So, three of those. If you want me to roll individually, I'll do that as well. Um, yeah, yeah, go ahead and roll those. Can you guys hear my oh. dog? No. 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 She's like not. directly outside my window. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know what she's barking at. Anyway, uh, all right. So five, seven, eight, nine, um, 11 there. Okay. And then uh, it's going to give a potent aptitude to to dab and that's all for R2 so that's a, a D6 right now I believe we're just about to hit a D8 I'm hyped um, and then HK is uh, simply going to come back into where he, he's shown here and then uh, blast Let's see Ayo. All right, you're going to have to trend ocean again, obviously, right? Trend ocean. Yep. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. All right. Did you did? And sorry if I missed this. Did you mark him to get the sneak attack? Oh or... uh, no no no. So sorry, that, that, that was, shouldn't be on like, there, automatically. right? Yeah, it's just the eight. Okay. All right. I didn't even notice that was on there. <laughs> oh, is, does uh, HK have a quarry? Um, because if it's sneak see. attack, he would get it just because of the. Yeah, I'm not sure. Five feet. I don't know. Yeah, why I, that's I might be right thinking now. of uh, my other Ranger's game. Quarry. Yeah, but I think my other um, in my other game, his his counterpart has uh, has uh, has that or Hunter's Mark yeah, or whatever I, the version is. I think you can pick up as a. So. Yeah. I'm not sure why this is on here actually. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyways, I'll fix it. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at it like. Okay, all good. Anything else? Uh, nope, that's all. They just okay. move and attack. All right, uh, Cade? All right, uh, does the Trandoshan seem to have a weapon of any kind, or are they just... Uh... Yeah, uh, give me a... Uh, give me a perception check. All right. Uh, you, just not right. you do see. You can't really make things out, but but you can see. You know, he's definitely kind of like a bandolier or whatever. He definitely, you know, has some things on there and something uh, kind of slung over his back that uh, looks, you know, right, right. somewhat sizable. Okay, I would like to uh, yoink that. <laughs> Roll the yoink, please. Uh, and make the, the, and make oh, the wait, sound hold effect. On, hold on, hold on. 
<laughs> so I gotta add 10 feet, so... Uh, so... Yeah, I can... 10, 20... Or 5, 10... 15, 20... 25, 30... So, yeah, I'm right there. Um, All right. Disadvantage because it's being worn. Uh, okay, perhaps. What's it? Strength, DC you said? Is not, uh, strength or dexterity. And what's the DC? 13. Not very high. <laughs> All right, uh, he's gonna pass. Dang it! All right, oh, that's right. fine. Well, that's my action. Uh, don't really have any good bonus actions. Um, so I will just—I'll get out my lightsabers. Everyone knows who we are, anyway. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's true. Forgot about that. Okay. Uh, Rix. All right. So I will spend 10 feet getting back inside. All right. Um, Rix will uh, draw his uh, two blasters he will look over at uh hk and say it's uh time to rock the coos bar <laughs> yes. and he's going to uh fire at uh the trend ocean nice first attack to uh, extra attack that one will miss all right, I'll follow up with some of my. You get um. Well, I guess advantage doesn't matter on the first one, so because. So actually, you get advantage because uh, scout. Oh, right? that's right. Yeah, the next. So yeah, actually, count the fourteen yep. as your second roll. So go ahead and roll okay. one more straight. Another one with advantage. There you go. Twenty-six. That'll hit. So give me damage there. All, All right. right. Nice. Yeah. Also, would get a. Sneak attack thrown in because dabs within five feet. Man, rough. I'll do that. At, that I'll do that. At, I'll do that at the end here. Okay. Um, but then, yeah, for my dual wield, I can just uh, do this stuff without proficiency bonus, right? I was gonna make sure I'm re reading this right because I changed it up a little bit. You can choose for your proficiency bonus. You use your bonus action. Yep. Okay. So I can prefer my bonus action attack twice. I assume 21 and 19 will both hit. Yes. All 15. Right. And then I will slap a sneak attack on there. Okay. Good round. All right. Yeah, when they all hit, it goes nice. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So other than your one on your damage up top, but... Yeah, that was a <laughs> downer on that one. So, all right, a good uh, good amount of damage there. Uh, bring uh, Trend Ocean down a bit. Um, and actually, one second here. 
and uh, Rick's will also yell out. We have questions for him. To maybe remind people not to murder him. <laughs> Don't look at me. And and Dad looks back at Cade. <laughs> uh, I haven't even attacked the guy yet. What mm -hmm, do you want? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, one second here. So, uh, and then, okay. So uh, HK and Rix, both of you guys. Uh, so HK gets his shot off, and Rix, you as well. Uh, you you hit some good shots, right? And firing off, um, all connecting. But uh, you you guys notice that this guy's shrugging it off. Uh, that sucker. Decently, you know, he he definitely uh, it, it he's taking some damage, but he's still shrugging it off a decent amount. Anything else, Ricks? I was on mute. That's it. <laughs> Alrighty. All right. Nobody responding. What's going on? It is the Trandoshan's turn, and uh, he's just, uh, you can tell that, uh, Dab, especially in your face, you can see uh, that it's its not super prevalent, but it's definitely there. It's a little tough to see in the scaly uh, kind of nature of, of the Trandoshan's skin, but you can see dark, uh, almost vein lines that are coursing through his head that seem to have kind of uh, come out a little bit more as uh, this combat has uh, begun and uh, everyone is, is basically kind of going after him. Uh, and he's just kind of breathing through his teeth, snarling at you, and he... Um, he is going to... Uh, just look at you, and, and he kind of he kind of gives you a little bit of a shove, uh, and he's um, he just calls out and he says, uh, "I suggest that uh, you and your friends stand down, uh, or uh, this I will uh, work on uh, bringing them all in." And uh, he's gonna step back. So if you want, Dab, you can have a opportunity attack. Sure. All right, uh, that will hit. Okay. So you as well realize that, like, as you go and strike out, uh, that uh, you know he kind of shrugs us off a little bit, um, and then he reaches for that uh, that weapon device behind his back that's uh, kind of slung over and you bring out and it's this interesting looking thing and he, he, he just kind of puts it to his side almost on his hip and he launches and there's just this like <laughs> uh, and then these uh, five little uh, balls seem to pulse out towards you dab and no he's phantasming us Uh, a 19 to hit. Uh, I will use four shield. You already used your reaction. Then I will uh, take the hit. And a the five uh, balls that blasted out of this device uh, 
surround you and this electro net materializes uh, encapsulating you. Cool. So you have been captured within uh, this electro net and um, on your turn you can use an action to try and get out of it. Uh, I also need a constitution save please. Okay. <laughs> All right, so the... You got a lucky? Yeah, I'll reroll it. Okay. Say some words of luck, that, uh, Cade. Is that a save, though? Don't you have a higher... Do you have, not have a higher save? Con? No. Uh, remember, you also have put an aptitude. Even oh, though yeah, yeah, yeah. Work. All right, here we go. Hey. <laughs> oh, hey. All, all Cade says is when you when you fall down, you start getting shocked, which is what I assume is going to happen. I'm like, oh, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a spiteful look. Uh -huh. Yep. All right. So yes, uh, the 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 net uh, just pulses with electric energy, and uh, it zaps you, and uh, you do take uh, three points of uh, lightning damage. And um, and but it, it's 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 more of an annoyance than anything. Like you don't even it doesn't even get to a point of of you know borderline uh, stun from the uh, electro net. Uh, you're just able to shrug it off. Uh, but you are still restrained within this net. Uh, Remy, you're up. Hmm. I know that continent. Everyone else. <laughs> What's that? What are the chances everyone else attacks? You can uh, you can give me a insight check if you like to kind of gauge the feeling of the bar. All right. So uh, yeah, it's it's hard to read kind of at face value. You definitely see, um, you know. Most patrons are definitely kind of concerned and 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 staying away, but uh, yeah, you know, uh, you you look over and you see the bartenders looking pissed. For the most, you, you know, it's tough. You're you're a little distracted and and you can't pick up too well uh, on on whether people will engage you guys or not. Where they're what they're feeling. Um, there. And start shooting. All right, you going after the trend ocean, obviously. Yeah. Okay, so uh, stepping up uh, next to one of the tables, uh, lining up your light bow, and uh, getting a couple shots off. Both will hit. All right, so uh, the uh, energy bolts uh, fly out from the bow and strike the Trandoshan, uh, but you also realize that uh, this Trandoshan is really shrugging off uh, this damage. Um, probably pretty resilient to stuff right now, isn't he? What's that? He's probably pretty resilient to stuff right now, isn't he? Uh, so... You've you've kind of seen this behavior before. 
from Giuseppe. <laughs> yeah, Giuseppe. <laughs> uh, in in your in previous bar fights, uh, you've you've seen some of your enemies display this similar behavior yeah. due right, to a certain substance. Okay, you fire one of those off. Yep. All right. Uh, what is that? I need a con save. What's the DC on that? Fourteen. Fourteen. Throw that in your um, either in the title. So you put like stunning strike and then put like DC fourteen or something. It just makes it easy. And what con save? Um. All right, that is going to, uh, he's gonna fail. So he will uh, be stunned. Anything else? Um, it doesn't count, that's just added on. So it doesn't affect the bonus action. So I will go ahead and And I don't know if you get. I'll learn these damn conditions one day. Um, attack rolls have advantage against it. So the first one there. Uh, so roll it one more time at advantage. But the first one will hit. Nice. So both will hit. So give me damage on those. All right, so a couple heavy bolts come out. Uh, now that he's knocked out, and uh, these ones, uh, these ones definitely seem to uh, impact as as much as they should. So twenty five points there. Uh, hefty as he's down. Anything else? Uh, that is it. All right. So at this point, uh, the bartender who is just looking frustrated and whatever, uh, you see him uh, reach under the bar and pull out a pretty hefty pistol, and he just fires a couple shots off into the ceiling, and he says, "Everyone, cut this shit out now! Stand down or else!" And he's just start. He's waving his like pistol all over the place, and all the other patrons are just ducking. Uh, you know, looking down, you see uh, the Celestin. He kind of goes down. Um, you know, the Trend Ocean's knocked out, but he, uh, he's just looking and he, um, he turns, uh, he, he points it, uh, you're kind of the closest Cade, so he's kind of like aiming at you, and, uh, he just calls out to you and he says, uh, you tell your friends to stand down and get the criff out of my bar, or else I will, uh, I will turn in this bounty, uh, for myself. And then we go to Dab. You mean you'll try... <laughs> uh, We're not killing the bartender. Why not? Why not, Cade? Uh, all right. So, uh, how high is the ceiling? <laughs> My favorite question. Um, I mean, this would be pretty standard. I don't know, call it ten, fifteen feet, if that. And I'm in a net. 
You are in a net. You are restrained. <laughs> well, I face strike uh, out of said net. And uh, actually, phase walk. Sorry, I, I hit the wrong one. <clears throat> uh, yeah, phase walk. I phase walk 30 feet out. And that's my bonus. As my standard, I'll use... Uh, I'll throw a shock at the Trend Ocean. Um, hold on. So it's 2d10. Is he still stunned, so he takes disadvantage? Uh, your attack I, has... I, I attack at advantage. Yeah. So if shock is just... Uh... Oh, you got to make a ranged... Yeah, so make a ranged power attack. So Nice. Uh, yeah, so you uh, you are just throwing bolts all over the place. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and uh, as my move action, I'll move. I'll start going towards the door, and I'll look at the bartender and say, "We're leaving. We're leaving." That. All right. Uh, R two. Okay. Um, giants are not wanting to uh to cause more of a disturbance here, so they're going to start heading outside. Uh, as soon as they see that, like, people are away from the uh, the combatant here. <laughs> so okay. just moving out. Yeah. All right, so you guys uh, head out as well. Uh, Cade? I'm on mute, sorry. Um, so the Trandoshan is stunned? Yes. Uh, How long does that last? Uh, till the end of Remy's next turn. So Remy, yeah, coming up. So he'll miss a turn. The trained ocean will. Uh, then... How's the trained ocean looking? Um, I mean, he's still, he's still doing fine. Okay. Well, so the bartender is aiming his pistol at me. <clears throat> yes. I'll just turn to him and say, let us talk to our friend here. And I'll gesture at the, the uh, Trandoshan. We can take it outside. And then we'll be on our way. And then we'll uh, use the force to stun the Trandoshan. Wisdom save DC 13. Alright, uh, he is going to pass. Um, wisdom save. Yeah, it's wisdom save. You can still make that. Um, yeah, he, uh, he is able to uh, resist that. Alright. Uh, give me also right. a... Give me a persuasion check. Okay. Okay. Ricks. Oh, all right. Rix is going to uh, keep his pistols drawn. And um, let's see. I'll use my 
cunning action to dash over to the Trandoshan, keeping my eyes and pistols kind of towards the bartender, just saying, everybody be cool. And I'm going to take out my uh, binders and put them onto the stunned Trandoshan. All right. So you got that uh, set up, and he just uh, the transition. I can't remember if he had any weapons still on him or in his hand. I guess I would take those away from him. Okay, so yeah, he it's it's still kind of because it's kind of got like a strap. His like net gun uh, is mm -hmm. is kind of you know it's uh, around him as well, and then uh, he has uh, a couple other things uh, like a vibro blade and a and a blaster on the side as well so you can uh grab those all right and he just uh he just kind of snarls at you as you come over and and put him in the binders no yell to the group uh he's heavier than he looks i'm gonna give me a hand here all right and Okay. Uh, anything else, Ricks? Uh, nope, that'll do it. All right. Uh, Trandoshan's turn. He uh, can't really do much, can't move or anything. Uh, he just... Uh... You right next to him, um, you can, it, it's real rough, but through his teeth, he's just kind of hissing. The stun is even affecting his speech, but you just hear him just kind of hiss through, uh, just saying that uh, you'll pay. And uh, that's all he really does. Uh, Remy. Safe to say that uh, he's not going to be attacking anytime soon since he's in binders, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's potentially fair. Yep. Uh, I will come on over and help Ricks bring our new friend outside. Okay. So, uh, right, at the end of your turn... Uh, the Trandoshan does come out of a stun, so uh, he starts, uh, you know, squirming a bit more, and uh, his speech kind of comes back to him, and uh, he's just kind of like, uh, just basically cursing you guys out, um, and uh, you guys are have to hold on to him uh, pretty heftily. Uh, the bartender now, he's still, uh, his pistol's kind of been waving around, and he he's back at you, uh, Cade, just... You know, for some reason, it's assumed that uh, you're going to be the one to uh, manage this group. And he says... If um, I would, if we could do that, we wouldn't be in this situation. He, sa he just says, uh, uh, you have no further warnings. Uh, every You all need to get out of here now. Um, otherwise, uh, you will not be leaving this place alive. 
Okay, it explained to him we're trying, but there's initiative and turn order, so we're working on that. <laughs> <laughs> explain uh, the meta mechanic of Star Wars 5 to this guy. Give, a, give us a second, we're trying to take my turn. <laughs> Dab and droids, are you guys doing anything or just kind of outside? Uh, we're, like, the droids are outside okay. waiting for them to, to bring them out and looking around, making sure we're not going to get ganked or something. Okay, give me a, a perception check. Uh, Dab, were you doing anything? I'm just holding the door open, uh, you know, expectantly looking at the bartender and, and and still yelling, "We're leaving! We're leaving!" All right, all right. So R2, you look around, and there's there's uh, some normal traffic uh, around here outside of the bar uh, f for this uh, this time and these parts, um, and uh, you don't see anything that that is too alarming uh, sets you off. So, uh, Kate. Hey. Over to you. All right. I will start. I'll start backing towards the door. Um, about there. I'm still, I've got my eyes on the bartender. I'm just, I'm echoing Dab, like, we're leaving. Give us a second to get our friend outside and we'll go. Put that pistol down. I'm afraid someone's going to get hurt. And I will hold my action to... Um, this this never works. I'll, I'll hold my action to cast Force Disarm on him. If he looks like he's going to fire his weapon at someone, I'll try to yoink it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, what, I mean, he's pointing a weapon basically at, at you and your friends. What is going to be your trigger to disarm that? This trigger. <laughs> yeah, the trigger. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I can probably take a shot from it if he fires. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, Ricks, you guys are just, uh, taking this guy out, right? We're heading yep, outside. The, yep. Gotta okay. Kind of as we manhandle him and walk him uh, towards the door. Okay. As we pass, as we pass, as we pass by the uh, bartender too. I'll uh, toss him a handful of credits and say, "Sorry about the damages." <laughs> All right. So uh, you do that, and um, the bartender, you know, he kind of still holds up his his pistol, kind of. Uh, watching you guys uh, as you guys take the Trandoshan outside. Um, you know, the few people in the bar, they're just kind of, you know, looking, side-eyeing you all uh, as you head out. And uh, it seems that the offering uh, is a little bit uh, of an appeasement to the to the bartender. Um, but you, say, if it's you not think that more, uh, uh, more he's just glad that uh, you guys are out of here. Um, and the trouble has uh, has found its way out the door. So, so you guys are all uh, now outside of the bar, um, and uh, you know, bring the Trandoshan out there. Mm -hmm. And I look for an alley to torture he, this guy. Um... <laughs> Christ! <laughs> R two starts laying into him like the mafia. Punches. <laughs> what Give I'd me a like phone book, Dan. <laughs> they don't leave bruises. 
So as the uh, as you guys get outside, uh, as you get a little bit a bit away from the um, from the entrance of the bar, uh, the Trandoshan starts to really squirm and uh, kind of fight against uh, both you, uh, Rix and Remy, and the um, and the binders. And uh, he is going to uh, you know in his his. Uh, Tempest uh, fueled rage. Uh, you just see him just uh, rip apart the binders. They just bust open, and he comes loose. <laughs> oh God. Okay. All right. I was gonna cast lend aid to remove the tempest from him, but it, that's a little late now. So. Yeah, I'm thinking so. Time for the stone cold stunner. <laughs> Does anyone have that one of those stun rifles? Yeah, R2 does. Oh, there you go. <laughs> um, I don't know what to roll for it, though. I didn't put it in. Or, I, it's yeah, there you go. There. It's a DC 13 count save. Okay. So um, I guess we'll put, uh, we'll kind of hold the order here. Uh, Remy, uh, the Trandoshan has just, uh, he's used his action to break out of these binders. Uh, uh, and, and bust out. Uh, so you, if you have anything, your reaction right now to uh, what's going on. Look at the net gun too. My net is ass and drag him. <laughs> I think Remy said something super quiet. Yeah. He said he grabbed the electro net from inside and, and throws it on it. <laughs> Rick has it. Uh, I think Rick has it. The oh, the net gun, yeah. Yeah. But it is not my turn. It's Remy's turn. Are, are we saying I'm close enough to Rick so that I can grab the gun from him and use it? Um, I would say that you guys are basically kind of like similarly where you are because you guys escorted him out. You're holding him, and he, he, you know, he pushed out. He broke the binders apart. Uh, so now he's standing there. You guys, really, you guys could, you know, potentially still kind of have a hand on him, um, or whether you know maybe the hand, you, you know, you drop your hand as as he rips his binders apart. But uh, yeah, he's right there. So um, I mean, you could. You could step over and, and try and grab that if you want. Um, All right, a couple uh, unarmed strikes. Uh, so just uh, the shock of uh, kind of catching you off guard. Uh, you go in for a quick uh, hit and the first one's going to miss, but the second one, you uh, hit true, so go ahead and roll some damage there. All right, so six points there, and um, he, again, he's, he's just shrugging this off. Uh, all right, and then uh, con save. Too many tabs open. Uh, so you see uh, your second one you go in and you're trying to hit him in a spot just to, to knock him out again, stun him there a little bit. And uh, he falters a little bit and then shakes it off and he just stands back and he just kind of looks at you and he's just pissed. <laughs> All right, well, 
Uh, he's probably not gonna be grapplable. He probably will be too strong for me to fight against. So we're gonna focus and hit him two more times, or not. All right. So uh, frustrated with uh, not being able to restun him. Uh, it just kind of puts you off your focus, and uh, you you throw in two more strikes, and um, you know one you just he kind of dodges out of the way, and the second one like it it hits barely, but it's a weak punch, and I mean he's just kind of you know shrugs it off. Uh, anything else? Movement or anything? Yeah, I'll move away from him. Okay, he is going to he is going to um, lash out at you as you uh, move away, and he ain't got no weapons. Uh, actually, no, he won't do that because yeah, he doesn't really have any weapons. So, um, all right, Dab. So as Dab is teaching R two how to use the force, he looks over at R two and says, "Now pay attention, little R two. This is how." This is how a, a true force wielder uses stun. And I do this. And I uh, choke the guy. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm going to pinpoint that uh, as a consular. So instead of him making a save, I make an attack roll. Because I know his save is high. Nice. 20. Ew. All right, so that's against his AC. Yep. Okay. Yep. That'll uh, that'll hit. Uh, eighteen, and now he is uh, restrained. And uh, I have him restrained, and I look at the guys and I tell them to throw some more binders on, and then I ask little R two to make the choking motion with his little his little metal pincers, and I end my turn. All right, so you see uh, the Trandoshan just kind of uh, his his neck kind of go up, and uh, his hands that were free he kind of grasped towards his his throat, uh, and you can hear Rick's right next to him. You can just hear him gasping for air, uh, and um, he just kind of seems locked in place. Uh, as Dad reaches say, out, how do those binders sound now, buddy? Uh, R two. Stun gun him. Alright, um... You have advantage. Stun gun him. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna stun gun him. I don't have the, the macro set up. Uh, doing... So I have to figure that out. You're just doing that just thing? Straight, straight 13? Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, just a decent 13. There's no attack okay. or anything if I remember correctly? Yeah. I you try and stun him. Uh, so this is a cone... And uh, you'll definitely hit Ricks um, and potentially Remy. So um, mm. I will let you have that information, that knowledge, if you want to change. Can I, can I potentially just move closer? Yeah. Uh, the, uh, if you're like, if, if you're ten cone. feet, um, yeah. Like if you went up like ten feet to him. And then I say yeah. that uh, you know, then you'd be able to angle it enough to only go after uh, the Trandoshan. So, okay. Yeah, I walk up to him and 
or rather roll up to him and then do it. All right. So uh, you step forward and uh, pull the trigger on the deck sweeper. And uh, the blast goes out and courses through the Trandoshan. And uh, he's already he's choking still from Dab. And uh, it seems that the stun is going to take hold. But he shrugs that off uh, as he, he kind of just... He shrugs that off and concentrates on trying to um, focus on uh, getting his breath back. Uh, Cade. Um, I will walk up to him and I'll use my bonus action to to lend aid. I think this worked before, getting rid of the uh, Tempest in his system. Okay. Leave it in. Nah, I'm going to take it out so he loses his rage bullshit. Is he just bombing all over the place? <laughs> you're Narcanning him. Yeah. So you're doing... So it's it's an either-or thing. So yeah, you're doing the poison or whatever. Yeah. Wait, okay. you're giving hit points back. All no, right. yeah, I'm, not, I'm not healing him. I'm just... So yeah, you I'm step up to him and um, you're kind of putting a hand uh, up on his shoulder. Uh, you see that uh, there's a slight calm. I, I mean, very minimal. He's still... You know, gasping uh, for air and whatnot, but but you can tell a little bit. You can sense that he relaxes a, a bit um, comparatively uh, to before. So okay. you feel that uh, has uh, taken he hold. Is, okay, and he's restrained right yes. now, or what's going on? Yep. Okay, he's got the binders on, but he's still struggling. Uh, no, he doesn't have him. binders. Like, oh. yeah, he doesn't have binders on. Oh, I mean, okay. he has, they're broken apart. Yeah. Right. That seemed to not work very well. Uh, I need R2 to fix those binders for me. Well, I also have a pair of binders. <laughs> I was going to say, I have mending. Do some, do some tinkering on those. Mend them for me. Um, yeah, I got mending. We're good. <laughs> We're good. Hmm. Uh, I don't know what to do with my action. Um. He is still trying to... He's still struggling, though, right? Yeah. I guess I'll try the stun again. Wisdom save, DC 13. Brute force him. Alright, he is going to succeed. He's going to All right. resist I've that. I've wasted six force points. <laughs> That's my turn. Okay. Uh, Ricks. Oh, all right. You said, since he's getting choked, is he, like, um, gasping for yep. air, like his uh, yep. his mouth is open? Uh, I mean, kind of, yeah. Okay. What I would like to do is take a uh, frag grenade off my um, little belt here. <laughs> And I want to uh, <laughs> keeping my finger on the pin, so it does. It's not pulled out yet, but I'm gonna take the grenade and I'm gonna shove it into his open mouth as he's gasping for air. Okay. I'm gonna keep my finger on the pin and look at him, and say, "I'd probably stop struggling if I were you. I'm liable to slip." All right, give me an intimidation check. Oh, come on. Okay. Anything else? Um, 
No, I think that'll uh, that'll do it. Okay, so at uh, at the Trandoshan's turn, uh, he looks at you, and he continues to squirm, and he continues to he's still kind of grasping uh, towards his throat. You can tell he's still trying to gasp for air. Uh, he can't really. Dab's got him in a hold, um, and and he just. In between the gas for air, you hear a little bit of uh, what you could consider to be, um, I guess, a whimper, uh, and and um, you can see a little bit in his eyes that uh, he looks like uh, he's he's taking the threat seriously. That's how I like all my threats taken. Hmm. Uh, Remy. <laughs> Let's go. Um, can I take a? I'm gonna use this to um, use my attack action to um, try to grapple him to the ground. Okay. Um, Rix oh, has a don't, don't forget about ignited the grenade, in, grenade in his mouth. Um, uh, so if you trust Rick's <laughs> sleight of hand, no, no sudden movements, please. <laughs> um, could I ready that as an action then? Yes. For when he. Yep. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna ready that as an action then for when it falls when Deb's choke falls off of him and if he tries to interfere or move away then I'll I'll use that as my ready action. Okay. So basically, you'll take the action and then. Um... Assuming yeah, if he does something that gets oh, you'll the use your bonus him... action to make an unarmed strike grapple. Okay. So basically, you could do like. Um, two grapples, shoves, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Uh. Okay. Uh. Over to you, Dab. Um. So you not... you see you still got him held. Uh. He is still uh. Trying to uh, get his breath back. You you see that Ricks has has uh, put something down his throat. Um, and yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, not, not trusting, not trusting that, uh, he won't stop and, uh, he's still, he's still got some, some life in him, right? Good, good yes. amount of HP. All right. Then I'm going to go up and I'm going to drain some of his life out of him just in case we, we have to put him down. <laughs> So I'm also going to make this another pinpoint so that I attack him again against his AC. <laughs> nice. Two 20s in a row. All right. Yeah, that'll hit. All right. So 88 Necrotic. Ooh, boy. 42. Okay. 
and seems uh, significant. Yeah, that's uh, I'll just I'll just fly up a little bit out of his reach and uh, end my turn. Oh, you know what? Um, you it, Remy uh, Rick still has the grenade in his mouth. Yes. And Rick's is holding it. Yes. So if I tried to move the Trandoshan five feet with my choke, that probably wouldn't be a good idea, right? You can find out. Unless Rick gives us a sleight of hand. Famous last words. Uh, no, that's all right. I'm done. Unless we want to give Rick a robot arm. Pull the, pull the pin to give him the 300 kick to knock him away. Yeah. All right. So at the end of your turn, uh, the restraint goes away, by the way. Right. Okay. Uh, so you see, uh, so his dab flies up uh, after the the Trandoshan just is just hit with this blast of uh, drain life. Um, uh, he he kind of settles back onto his feet uh, in. Um, his arms kind of go to his side, uh, and he looks like he's about to hunch over, you know, catching his breath, but he, he quickly realizes that uh, the grenade's still in his mouth, uh, and he kind of, like, freezes there. Um, R2, anything? The phone book. Um, yeah, get the phone book. Someone hand me a wrench, please. Um... So, otherwise, we can uh, probably come out of. We could potentially come out of combat. But yeah, that's fine. I, I guess I would turn it over to uh, Ricks. But uh, R two and Kate, I guess if you guys have anything that you want to, you know, maybe have prepared or anything. Um, I'll have my lightsabers in hand, but mm -hmm. not activated. Also, I'm sorry. I I stepped away for a second. Did I miss? Shoving a grenade down his throat. Yep. Oh, you missed all that. I didn't. I. I. I was gone for like half a second. <laughs> yeah, Rick's his turn. He took a grenade and put it in his mouth. God damn it! All right. I, well, and then you missed, and then I'm holding the pin, and I told him, "You should probably calm down. I'm liable to slip." So it was his opportunity to peacefully surrender. I thought you would like that, Cade. And then we asked Cade, Cade, should we de detonate the grenade? And you weren't there, so we did, and now he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. I missed more than half a second, apparently. That's fine. <clears throat> Try to do something that Cade would like. <laughs> out, of, out of character? Super baller move, honestly. <laughs> In character? That's a bit much. That bricks. <laughs> All right, um, uh, Ricks. Yeah. Sorry, Kate. Anything else? Sorry. I'll just be there. With okay. My and then R two. Did you guys have anything? No, just uh, just being just being ready. Okay. Also drawing various weapons, whatever. All right, Ricks. Um, I know we were trying to maybe walk him over to some kind of alleyway or like non-public area. Do we actually make it to a kind of a secluded area or? I mean, you're like, I don't even know, 10, 15, 20 feet away from the entrance. You know, he definitely didn't waste much time trying to break out of those binders. So, yeah, you're not too far away. Okay. Um, I guess I'm going to uh, look at him and say, um, 
why don't we go for a walk and I'll keep the uh, the grenade shoved in his mouth and my hand mm-hmm. on it um, and kind of walk with kind of push pushing him along and walking him where I want him to go back towards the group and uh, try to find some area where we can talk with him but I have him like sit down on the ground so he's less of a threat and commence uh, a chat with him alrighty so uh, he kind of he begins walking with you guys all um, and uh, there's a second of uh, like a slight second of hesitation and uh, he he kind of like turns a little bit his eyes go to you Rick's and he seems almost uh, he kind of like stretches his his, uh, jaws a little bit more and he clamps down on your hand so your entire hand holding this grenade is is trapped inside his mouth right now. Only one thing to do. <laughs> uh, let's and he see. Get, you can oh, see yeah. in his eyes he has this like, like let's play chicken here. Uh, um, you ain't no bitch, Rick. I'm not gonna blow my hand off. That's stupid. Um, we got parts. We get your new one. <laughs> <laughs> um, can I uh, fire my tranquilizer out of my uh, wrist pad? Uh, I'll say yes. Okay. This is, whoops, I didn't need to actually do that. It's, um, hold on here. Oh, no, I guess I did. So, yeah, roll 5d8, which those were not the greatest. If the creature's remaining hit points are less than the total, the creature's going to fall unconscious. Nope. Dang it. Let's beat him up a little bit more and then do that again. So he just, uh, he kind of looks at you as your tranquilizer goes off. He just, uh, you know, very lightly, like, shakes his head a little bit at you, like, no. And he, he kind of puts up his hand. And um, he begins uh, kind of, like, with his hands, obviously. Um, he, he brings one hand up and grabs uh, your forearm. Uh, and then his other hand, he starts kind of motioning. And, and he, you know, obviously is... His mouth is full, uh, but he's still trying to get uh, get the words out. But um, give me a uh, give me a perception check, Ricks. Uh, and um, Remy, you can as well. All right. So, uh, Ricks, you pick up that uh, he's basically saying like, "All right." Uh, I'm going to release you, you're going to release me, and, um, you know, we're going to step away from this. All right. I will kind of uh, give him a little head nod, but I understand what he's saying here. So there's a a quick second, and... um, he still holds on to your forearm, but he does open up, and then he 
with his hand on yours, he pulls yours out uh, with the grenade in it. And then he takes his uh, step back as much as he can, kind of still holding on. And then he like gently lets go of, of your arm. All right. I'll uh, kind of keep the hand up with the grenade in it and say, we just want to talk and get some information. You made this a lot more difficult than needed. He looks at you and he just says, uh, he, he kind of scans the group and he says, uh, there ain't nothing difficult about uh, potential for five, uh, 500,000 credits. Make things pretty easy with 500,000 credits. Credits are hard to spend when you're dead. And the way I see it, we've got you. Uh, one, two, three, five of us? Five to one? Six to one? I'm trying to get the number here. We've got you five to one. Now, if you want to make a few credits by just giving us some information, we might be able to make that work. Says, uh, well, you know your values, so uh, what is it you're trying to find out? I'm trying to remember now back to the last session. Min, the Sluston, told us that the one of the huts was getting spice from this guy, right? Uh, yeah, let me check my notes here. I think that's what it was, because um, he had said... Yeah, I think I think he had said that uh, he would have told you guys that uh, one of Papa's sons um, buys his Tempest here from a Trandoshan dealer named Minix, and okay. this being that Trandoshan. Yeah. One of uh, one of the hut Papa's sons buys a spice from you. Who is it? Uh, kind of lets out a hiss, and he says. Um, Says, uh, it's uh, it's the oldest one. Uh, the uh, he, he doesn't buy directly. Uh, he sends his Wookie friends here, but uh, everyone knows who employs Wookies. I'm trying to think back now to when the. The, the other hut, Gardula, I think. Is uh, the nope. one that she was like on a... Tatooine. Uh, oh so yeah. Uh, yep. So Papa obviously Zanos, Mika, and then uh, Vago. Oh, uh, Zanos is like his lieutenant guy, right? That kind of sent us to investigate. That's this. Vago. Or Vago. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Zonos. Zonos is the one with the Wookiees, right? Yes. Yep. Okay. Because remember, because Vago wants us to find out the source of. The Tempest, right? Vago, you said? Yeah, Vago, sorry. Yes. It basically, basically, Vago is picking up where Popper left off in that regard. Find out, yeah, the source of the Tempest and, and whatnot. So. 
Okay, I'll ask him who who supplies you with the tempest. Says uh I have various middlemen that I work with, you know, try and cover my tracks. Uh mostly uh I deal uh with people out of uh dark melody. Uh it's a bar down on level thirty five. Alright. Um I'm gonna ask him too uh, about the Because uh... I know who it was, I believe. Because Minic or Min said that uh, a redhead lady met with him at one point too, right? Minix. Mm, um, let's see. Sometimes I have that in my head that she, yes. she said that somebody came yep. to talk. Okay. Yeah, she's trying to make sure I got all that right. But yes. Yeah, so I'm asking about that too. Uh, who was the redhead you met with? What'd she want? And what'd you tell her? Uh, he says, uh, I didn't, uh, get no names and I didn't ask, uh, but just someone trying to find out, uh, um, just information about the spice. Uh, it's about it. What information did you give her? Uh, nothing more than I've shared with you. All right guess I'll uh, kind of turn to the rest of the group. Any other questions for our friend here? For me. Nope. Yeah, nothing for me either. All right. I'm going to tell him to... Uh, take a hike I'll give him uh, give him uh, 400 credits alright so he takes those kind of puts them in a little in a pouch uh, along his belt and uh, he reaches out and uh, puts his hand on, on his net gun that you have as well and he doesn't pull it he just kind of puts his hand on it and he says uh, part of the uh, exchange of information as well. Oh, he wants it back? Yeah. Um, I'll ask him, how much would you want for it? <laughs> he says, uh, not for sale. All right, fine. Give it back to him. I'll tell him, uh, don't let me see you again. Otherwise, I'll take it off of you for good. He slings it over his shoulder, uh, kind of adjusts it, and uh, he just gives you a smirk as uh, he begins walking away down uh, um, down one of the alleys, uh, but kind of turning over his shoulder and uh, in his... Uh, raspy hissing voice he just says uh, um, oh 
just hope that uh, I don't see you first and uh, kind of walks off. Lovely guy. I won well. Yeah. <laughs> well, this sounds has like been the most awkward RPG experience ever. What? Never mind. Moving on. <laughs> All right. So you guys are outside, uh, kind of in a dark alley here on uh, level forty-two. Uh, a little bit away from Kuzbars, uh, you you know your next uh, destination on the list. Uh, it did match uh, Rick's what uh, the Trandoshan mentioned, uh, Dark Melody, uh, that he mentioned that that happened to be on uh, Papra's initial list of, of places to check out. Uh, so that's a few levels down on level 35. Um, so yeah, you guys are currently just outside. Are there any uh, shops on this on this level? Uh, what specifically are you after? I, I have a feeling we all, aside from probably Rick's, we all need disguises, don't we? Yeah, that's not a bad idea. So yeah, I'm looking for anything that would uh, clothing, general goods, uh, anything that uh, for that. Uh, give me a. Give me an investigation check. So uh, as you guys kind of wander a little bit uh, down the street, uh, trying to keep to the shadows as best as you can, um, you do find an establishment that uh, you think could provide uh, enough of uh, some cover and whatnot, what you're after. Uh, I'm going to ask Rick's to put his cover on, his face cover, and uh, ask everybody to give him some credits and let him go in there so that we don't get uh, recognized and hopefully buy some, some cover. Anyone got any spray paint? <laughs> I, think we should, I think we just put dab on top of you and we'll put a trench coat over you guys. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Ricks, you do us the solid? Oh, yeah. I'll uh, go inside and uh, purchase some uh, clothing. And some hats to cover them. All right. Uh, so, yeah, you step inside, and it, it's just kind of a... What you found is... is you know, a little bit of a... Little bit of everything here, um, kind of a knockoff uh, general store. Um, that uh, yeah, there's all sorts of knickknacks and, and whatever. Um, looking around, you're able to find. So you're specifically after you know clothing items, face coverings, cowls, uh, anything that will cover our face, and spray paint for the droids. Okay. Uh, Rick's, give me a quick investigation check. Just gonna 
paint R2 a nice shade of purple all over. All right. So uh, you do some digging and yeah. and you uh you're you're pretty successful in um in finding things. You definitely are able to find some paint that you think could help uh maybe disguise R2 a little bit. Uh you find a few scarves and and uh bandana things and things like that. Um so you go ahead and uh, you take that up to the uh to the counter where the um store clerk is and it just uh you know a rough looking uh rough looking rodian here and uh he's kind of enthralled in his uh digital holonet uh news that he's reading um and he kind of quickly looks at all your items he says uh well that'll be uh 32 credits Ooh. I will pay him 32 credits. He almost like doesn't even look up from what he's doing and, and takes that and uh, just kind of puts him in a uh, cash register, if you will. And, and then uh, just says, uh, thank you very much. We'll uh, see you again. Okay. I will walk back outside with my shopping bags full. All right. So please, uh, so... Yeah, what what uh, spray paint did you find for R two? Um, <laughs> this is gonna be fun. A nice uh, dark orange. Okay. So I uh, spent a little time just with the rattle can, and um, <laughs> takes a few minutes, but uh, you're able to, uh, you know. It's definitely uh, looks like um, that uh, that guy that's trying to do a uh, homemade pimp my ride uh, spray paint job on his uh, you know uh, old Pontiac Grand Prix or something and and uh, hey <laughs> it's, I, take, uh, I take great offense to that specific car. It's <laughs> um, so, in that car. It's uh, I did. It was my first one. What what year? Nineteen ninety two. Yep, that's I like that was the year I liked those ones from because oh, the newer ones I forget what years when they upgraded but changed the body style. Anyway, um, I actually had one as well, so yeah, um, which made me think of it. Um, but yeah, so uh, R two gets uh, sprayed down enough to yeah. Now he just kind of looks like he had a pa bad paint job, uh, but you know. There's nice. Um, the only thing is that R2 is technically a very unique uh, style of droid. So um, give me a. Uh, well, I guess I'll let somebody do this. So somebody. Um, let's do a. Art check. Uh, I guess performance. Performance kind of works. So uh, one person that wants to do performance, uh, whoever wants to speak up and say, yeah, I think I can handle that. I have a five. What does everybody else have? Sitting Three. nice at a plus one. Unless anybody has a five or better. Well, what? Probably Dabby and a Chris. Are we performing again? What's that? 
What exactly was the performance for again? To see how well you paint R2, R, R2, yeah. Uh, okay. So if yeah, Dab, you're are you I proficient in a not Dab? Help me here. <laughs> yeah, I'm happy to do it. I just want to make sure nobody else has higher than me. Yeah. Nope. I just have okay. One. Cast guidance. All right. Uh, I also was, I I don't think I ever burned that uh, R two uh, D D six. Oh, you're oh yeah, that's true. Oh, you don't even need it. All right. I used to spray paint all my in my gladiating days with the R2. I'll take care of you. <laughs> um, Dab, come up with uh, not the NWO, but whatever you sprayed on your title belts. Oh. And on all of Yeah, DWO. Something like that. DPO, Dab Powers Order, something like that. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, yeah, you do a pretty good job, actually. So, other than R2, uh, you know, being a unique uh, style of astromech, uh, he does not resemble the normal R2 uh, droid that you know. Uh, Ricks, uh, what do you find for Dab Powers? Oh, for Dab, I found him a... Um, you like me. I found him a little um, jacket in the uh, the toddler section. Where it's got a little coat on it. A little coat. <laughs> and a, a um, and a nice um, silk uh, scarf. He can kind of wrap around his um, head to shield his face. Kind of remind him it's of his so, of his so love. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's so like a sex girlfriend. <laughs> What is this? Wampa fur? It's so plush. I, I figure you can't really tell the difference between male and female Toydarians that well, so maybe he'll, he'll blend Whoa. in. Whoa. Well. Right. There's much difference between them, is there? Did you get Cade a romper? <laughs> yeah, we'll go to Cade. What did you get for Cade? Uh, let's see, for Cade... Um... I don't. I can't. I don't have the defense of you like me at this point. Overalls. Overalls. Yeah, I, was gonna, I was gonna say yes. Yeah, I'm like mechanics. Um, like overalls. uh, like overalls. Coveralls. Yes. Yeah. Sci-fi overall. Yeah. In in a really just god awful hat to wear. Mm. Nice trucker mesh what? mesh trucker foam hat. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. All right. Whatever the space Star Wars version of that is, nice. Okay, uh, the the coveralls clearly used, uh, just stains everywhere. Um, okay, uh, and how about Remy? Oh, for Remy, um, get Remy a um, hooded, um, like a hooded cloak. It's got a set of uh, buttons all down the, the front. So kind of like a, a buttoned-up trench coat with a hood. Okay. Just a dark, dark color. Yeah, yeah, like a dark dark brownish color. Okay. All right. And then uh, pick up anything for yourself? Um, yeah, just be a, um, a nice, stylish um, <laughs> leather duster to wear over top of my uh, armor. <laughs> Alrighty. Only the best for yourself. <laughs> 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 nice. 
bunch of bunch of random Motley Crue, the rest of you, and then this guy in like tuxedo. You know, that's not gonna stand out or anything. Like, well, I mean, it's not, I mean, not fancy, fancy. I'm, no, I know. I'm sticking with my aesthetic. I'm just not buying off the <laughs> off the rack bullshit stained out overalls for myself. All right. Uh-huh. Thanks. All right. So yeah, I... only plebes only wear overalls. <laughs> Dad will expect an updated oh, uh, Photoshop uh, by the end of the session. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All righty. So uh, shopping trip completed. Uh, the gang uh, with uh, somewhat of some new outfits, uh, hoping that that does uh, does enough to uh, keep you you guys. Uh, out of uh, the eye of, of the general public, uh, so you guys can continue your investigation. Um, where to from here? Good idea. Go kill Yeah, I guess that's fair. We can just do that. Well, no, we we've got another <laughs> another tavern to go to, don't we? Or another place. Oh, that's true, yeah. Yep. You, yeah, you, you actually have a couple on your list. We go. The one that the guy just told. Well, are there any others that are on this level? Nope. Before we left here, okay. basically you just kind of keep going uh, further down, deeper into the levels. So the next one is Dark Melody on level thirty-five. Uh, that uh, Minix mentioned, and then uh, the other one after that would be uh, the the Headache Bar. On level twenty. That sounds like a lovely place. <laughs> Headache bar. My vote is dark melody. Yeah, sounds good. Yep. We go. All right. So, uh, you guys uh, are gonna hail a taxi down that way. I'd assume. Do we see any? Do we see any uh, mid-sized hovercraft with a family of four in it? Uh, you do not. Not down here. They are definitely not uh, roaming around these parts. So, but... speaking of, while while <laughs> I would like to call that family, tell okay. them we left their fucking up. Um, I'll just yeah, I've got the dude's com code, so I'm just gonna like this is probably gonna get us in trouble. Actually, never mind. They'll find it. It'll be fine. All right. So, uh, you. You guys hail down a taxi, are able to grab that, and um, everyone give me a uh, quick deception check. For safety purposes, uh, I'm going to suggest that we, we travel in two groups of three instead of a party of, what are we, five or six? So we'll go to, we'll go me and Ricks and uh, I guess R2 and then Remy and Cade and, uh, and HK so that we don't look like a party of six that they're looking for. Okay. Good plan. Yeah, that's good thinking. Deception. All right, so yeah, give me deception checks. <sighs> I'll burn my defiant on that. Man. I'm going to roll a one, though. Watch Where's it. my deception? Ah, there we go. Nice. Twelve. Five. Ooh. Yeah, Five that's, that's appropriate for R2, being, uh, being a new Astromax, so... I'm going to add four on to my deception for my guidance. All right. So um, who was all together? Dab, R2. Wrong. Yeah, Dab, R2, and Rix were together. 
Okay. All right. So Dev R two and Rix. What's your one for Dev? The oh, is that your aptitude? That, yeah, that's the one six I never the D yeah. six okay. I never burned. All right, and then um, the other side. Did you uh, R two? Did you roll one for H? HK. Let me do that. Yeah. She'll be. Oh, well, right, nice. you know, here okay. we are. So, uh, HK, Kate, and Remy, you guys, uh, you know, you don't receive any uh, questions or uh, inquiries at all um, on your way. You you find a taxi. You're able to take that down. Uh, you get to your location, and uh, he says it's uh, eight credits for the ride. I'll give it to him. Okay. Uh, in the other uh, taxi, uh, the the driver uh, he, he's kind of doing that, like looking at you in the in the rearview mirror uh, the entire trip, and uh, he he looks he kind of turns his attention to you, Ricks, and he says, uh, "These friends of yours, uh, they look a little familiar. I think I've uh, seen them on the news." Uh, you uh, are you with them? Uh, do you know who they are? Oh, these guys? No, no, man. I met these guys at the uh, the bar. I told them we're gonna go uh, party it up tonight, so they're coming with me to the. Uh... Where is it? We're going again. I can't remember, man. It's been a hell of a night. <laughs> Give me uh... a. Uh... Your choice, uh, persuasion or deception at advantage. All right, nice. He says, uh, he just kind of, he lets out a, a um, little bit of a chuckle and he says, uh, uh, yeah, you know, I just don't see uh, too many droids like that around here, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess different enough. You know, there certainly are a lot of people around these parts. Uh, so anyway, uh, kind of a little bit of silence, and then you guys eventually get to your location. He says, uh, well, uh, enjoy the rest of your night. Uh, that'll be uh, eight credits. And I'll give him his uh, eight credits, and I'll say, you too, man, party on. Am I right? Guy just doesn't react to that and uh, <laughs> goes on his way. Just turning into like drunk Tom Cruise all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so you stand outside of uh, the Dark Melody uh, Cantina. Um, as you all noticed uh, and expected as you during your ride down here uh, things definitely get darker and, and dingier and whatnot and this establishment definitely reflects that uh, you guys heading inside pa paint us a word picture Todd what does it look like <laughs> uh, outside or inside uh, outside and as we're looking in what do we see Okay, so yeah, I mean, outside it, it's a little bit darker here uh, on on these, if you call it a street. Um, you know, there's a, there's a few uh, dingy uh, neon lights that glow here and there, pointing out the different establishments. Uh, there's a lot of uh, there's a few there's some foot traffic here and there, but everyone kind of you know hunched shoulders, uh, keeping to themselves. 
um, you know, few people that look uh, down on their luck, uh, you know, a couple people begging uh, for handouts, uh, just sleeping among the trash, things like that. Um, and uh, yeah, the entrance here, uh, you know, there's a, a, a sliding uh, door here. Uh, a couple people come in and out and um, there's a very interesting, uh, there's some interesting music that pours out of the uh, bar when the door opens. Uh, and then you kind of get more of the, just the low end a little bit when the door closes uh, from inside. And um, the, the air that comes out of it uh, just smells uh, oily, uh, kind of dusty and oily. Uh, very interesting uh, that wafts out anytime someone comes in or out. Um, it's dark inside. You don't see much else. You, you might see a little bit of, uh, figures here and there, uh, in the shadows, but, uh, it's tough to make anything out otherwise. All right. Can I, two things, uh, folks, number one, can I suggest a plan for us? Um, I'd like to suggest that we, as we did with the taxis, we go in two groups of three, one group goes in first, finds a table, the other group goes in, finds another table a couple minutes later. Do our, does R2 and HK, can they communicate with each other? Um, uh, you know, I guess droid telepathically. Telepathically? Be a, be a Bluetooth? Yeah, yeah. Bluetooth, Wi-Fi. I'm not sure. You, is there anything that, that has that R2? I almost think it would be a, uh, your companion, like a, a thing of your companion. Yeah, I I think that. Let me check. If not, if I not, me and Cade, me and Cade, I think, and and Rick's all have uh, transponders. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm gonna suggest we go to two different tables. Rick's and uh, and everybody. Rick's for our group, or Cade for the other group, can try and find information, making it seem like we don't all know each other, so we're all not a party of six. And then the second thing I'd like to do, I'd like to find somebody out here who's asking for coins or credits, and see. Uh, of the of of the of the beggars and and just kind of like say under my breath, boy, I wish I could pay somebody to tell me about uh, you know the dark melody and what's uh, you know who the who the big players are in there. Oh, sigh. <laughs> All righty. Uh, are you trying you you want to do that before everyone goes in, or are you gonna have a group go in? Yeah, first? yeah, yeah. Uh, you, oh, the first group, the first, uh, yeah. So that I can I can see if any of the beggars. Uh, we'll take my bait and uh, give me some info that, w that we can all learn. Okay. So, yeah, you kind of wander up and down and, and kind of go past a couple of them. And, um, you know, give me a, uh, give me a persuasion check. All right. 26. Very nice. So, uh, it's, it's pretty sarcastic, uh, you know, coming out, but at the same time, it, it, it definitely, um, it, uh, it, it grabs the attention of somebody nearby and, and, uh, you know, you hear this like coughing and wheezing, um, next to you. And, uh, he says, uh, uh, fancy yourself, uh, for a drink tonight at the Melody, son? Yes, I do. And I want to know who's who in there. He says, uh, well, certainly, uh. You know, generally, you know, you go up to the bartender and he'll get you that drink. Uh, it's a Kubaz. Uh, he'll be the one to point any, any, anyone out. 
And then he kind of like holds his hand out expectantly. I, uh, I'll give him ten credits, and see if that and see if that appeases him. Uh, he takes it and um, kind of looks it over. He counts it a couple times, and uh, he says, uh, "Generally, uh, you'll want to look for Meldark. Uh, he'll be the one with information if that's what you're after." Uh, thank you, my friend. I go back and I tell my my party, and we're gonna go in. Okay. All right. <clears throat> All right. So who's uh, so got our three groups keeping the same groups? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure. All right. Uh, R2, did you, I was just curious, was there, is there like a, whatever you call it, um, modification to add or just? I was actually really surprised by that. I, I would have thought that it, it would have at least been a, a modification or something, but no. Okay. And did you find that uh, anything else that just kind of says that you guys don't communicate uh, remotely like that or? There's nothing that specifically says. Yeah, because they didn't. Remote. I don't think really droids did that really too often, right? I'm not sure. Maybe like like battle droids and stuff. I think. Um, yeah, that's. We we have we have comms. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, yeah. kind of. All right. So, um, sorry. Who's who's the first group going in? Cade. Okay. It's Remy and our uh, HK. Remy and HK. All right, so you guys step in, and uh, the inside of this place uh, definitely echoes the outside, dark and dingy. Uh, you now hear this, uh, you see a, a droid, uh, that just this damaged droid. He looks rough shape uh, in the corner. He's playing uh, some weird uh, music uh, and some weird instruments that, uh, you know, seem to be of his own design. Um, again, the, the smell of the air hits you even uh, heavier as you step inside and uh, there's there's people scattered here and there no one even you know gives an ounce of a reaction to you guys walking in um, the most of the patrons uh, have hoods drawn over their head and uh, they just uh, you know don't really have any interest in, in any uh, you know anybody else that kind of walks through the door um, you see at the bar uh, there's a kubaz uh, who stands? Who's there, kind of tending the bar? And uh, he gives a slight nod in recognition uh, as you guys enter. Moving All right. Over and try and figure it out. Yeah. I don't know. Let's go find a table and see what happens when the other group comes in. I yeah. Oh yeah, Kubans are those uh, whistling guys. Wait, wait. What's that? How do you spell that? I'm trying to remember what they look like. K U B A Z. Aren't those the ones that have the like mask? The long snout. Yeah, he's snout? the guy that like at the first episode of Mandalorian he whistles for the plays the little flute thing. Oh, it... like the spy from A New Hope. Yeah. It's yeah. The... Like the remastered version or whatever. Yep. 
Okay. Uh, so, uh, all right, you guys going in, you're just finding a table and hanging out? Uh, I think so for now. Yeah. Okay. Unless, unless Remy or HK, you have any better ideas. Not yet. All right, so you go sit down, and uh, yeah, the other three, you guys are <laughs> heading in. Okay, uh, Dab and uh, Rix and R2, you guys uh, head in a few moments afterwards and kind of same thing. Uh, you, you're you hit with that uh, oily smell of the bar. Uh, you notice, you know, just a little bit smoggy and, and it's dark and dingy everywhere. Uh, you hear the sound of the droid in the corner. And again, the, the bartender uh, looks at you all as well and, and gives a, a very quick nod, just simply acknowledgement that... Um, uh, that you, that you've entered. We'll take a table, a couple away from uh, the rest of our group. Okay. And we're looking for Mel Dark. Is that, is that the guy's name? Yes, that's the one that. Uh... Uh, that the beggar told you about. I'll get me and uh, I'll get me and and uh, Rick something to drink and suggest that Rick's trying to find uh, Mel Dark. Did he say that Mel Dark was the Kubaz? No. Okay. Did he give any description? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <clears throat> description about what Mel Meldark? Is that his name? Did not. Good. Probably something we should have asked. <laughs> I, I, I walk, I'm going to walk up to the bartender and say, uh, my friend told me to look for Meldark. Who is he? Nailed it. <laughs> Perfect. The well, Kubas, uh, he he doesn't really say much. He just kind of points over to uh, one of the a side table uh, in the shadows, and you see a um, as you follow his his uh, his finger over there, um, you see a pudgy uh, human, uh, dark oily hair gathered in a ponytail, uh, slowly nursing a drink, um, just. Uh, Enjoying, uh, you know, the evening uh, to himself. I motion to uh, to Ricks. <laughs> Sorry, I just looked at the gift. <laughs> Uh, what what are you doing, Dam? I, I motion over to uh, Ricks. Uh, over towards the uh, Meldark. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, and, I'm, and I'm gonna post that gift that Ricks posted in chat. <laughs> I don't know how to post them in chat, so I had to put it in Discord. I'll teach you. Um. All right. I will. Uh, Ask the uh, 
Let's see, I'll ask, um... Oh, I'm sorry, I'm blank for a second. So go, we'll, go, uh... go, go up to Mel Dark Seagal. Yes, <laughs> distracted by Steven Skull. Um, yeah, so I will uh, take a uh, a drink from the uh, the bartender and uh, make my way over to the uh, table where Meldark is sitting. Okay, so he kind of um, just looks up at you as you uh, are you sitting down with him? Did you say? Well, I'm gonna walk or, up yeah. to the uh, the table until I get his attention, and then okay, we'll kind of play it by ear from there. Yeah, and he, he says uh, he kind of just gives you a nod and he says, uh, hello there, friend. Yeah, so mind if I take a seat? says, uh, yeah, take it wherever you want, uh, but uh, I think the bard would appreciate it if you left it here at the table. Out of my papa squad here. He gives a uh, awkward uh, laugh and he says, uh, "Yes, uh, please, please join me." I assume that uh, someone pointed you in my direction. Most people that come my way uh, do so. You there, Ricks? Uh, yes, I was on mute and saying something very awesome. Um, <laughs> I just said, <laughs> I just yeah. said so uh, you get a lot of visitors. Says occasionally, uh, you know, I I keep my eyes and ears open, and uh, people tend to uh, be interested in that sort of stuff. Well, then I think he. Uh... We've come, or I've come to the uh, the right guy. I'm in uh, need of some information. Oh, well, I hope to be of service. Um, what can you tell me about that new spice I've heard going around? Goes by Tempest. Says, uh, well, it uh, depends. Uh... You know, we can start off with uh, 100 credits, and I will uh, give you that and and uh, potentially some more information on the topic. I will uh, take out uh, 200 and say, in the interest of uh, our new friendship, here's a little extra, and I'll slide over 200. He gives uh he gives like a a, a grin and he says uh, excellent uh, I appreciate uh, a man who knows how to uh, do business and he says uh, yes this tempest uh, very interesting uh, new spice running around uh, you know other than it uh, certainly drives its users into a rage uh, it's begun to take a hold. <clears throat> begun to take a hold here on Narshada pretty quickly. Uh, there was a, it was a dealer here uh, that, uh, that hung out quite often. There was? He doesn't hang out here any longer? 
Uh, well, yeah, not necessarily uh, his choice. Uh, unfortunately, uh, poor bastard died about a week ago. Uh, he's just uh, sitting in the corner. Suddenly, he just reached for his throat and fell over choking. Uh, no one could save him. His face turned blue, his heart gave out, and he died. Some say he had a bad batch of spice. Others say he offended the Spice Lord and was killed for his temerity. Well, that's a hell of a way to go regardless. Indeed. I take it the Spice Lord is the one that uh, more or less runs the uh, spice around here? Yeah, generally. Not directly, of course. You know, he has people down the chain, such as this uh, unfortunate dealer here. But, uh... Yes. What can, uh... You tell me about him, and I'll take another 100 credits out. He, uh... He pushes, he slides him back, and he says, uh, I'm sorry, my friend, uh, that is just something that uh, I do not have the knowledge of. Uh, a lot of these, uh, oftentimes, uh, these these crime lords will work through blind contracts and uh, middlemen of sorts uh, to help protect themselves. I'm sure you can understand that. Uh, of course. Could you point me in the direction of who one of his uh, middlemen might be, perhaps somebody that's uh, taking over the spice for the previously departed dealer? Uh, I have not noticed anyone here in the bar uh, since that, um, since last week. Uh, you know, whether uh, people are taking these threats seriously and just uh, kind of keeping clean uh, or, or, or whatever. But uh, yeah, we haven't seen a replacement, I guess. Uh, to be specific. All right. If I were uh, hypothetically to be looking for one of his uh, middlemen or uh, he himself, do you have any idea where I might uh, find such an individual? Says so, uh, if I knew that. Uh... I probably wouldn't be hanging around a place like this uh, selling bits of information for 100 credits a pop. Fair enough. Uh, everyone at the other table, um, please give me okay. a perception check. Okay. I don't promise it'll be good, though. Just kidding, I do. Wow. <laughs> perception, Wonderful. not performance. What's your uh, What's your modifier oh, per awesome. perception, Remy? So sad. And Remy say he just wanted to do like Shaolin oh, monk style. That's the same. Well, get a, get a, same. So a net twenty. Yeah, you you keep your. You don't re-roll. It's just if the modifiers oh, okay. change, so you're still there. No, yeah. Oh. Same. <laughs> um, okay. So. Uh, yeah, R2, you, you're kind of, um, R2, you, there's actually a reason you would pick up on this. Uh, Cade, uh, the hat that, um, 
Rick's bought you is uh, you're still trying to get that adjusted and, and fit right, and it's just kind of distracting. <laughs> so you're just. You know. I don't understand. It looks massive when I take it off, but it is too small for my head. <laughs> so you're just definitely distracted. But Remy, you are also just kind of locked on, just uh, you know, looking around the room, and whatnot. Uh, you two notice uh, R2 and Remy. Uh, you notice a um, small dark orb uh, that floats in to the bar and kind of floats around the room, uh, twisting in the air a little bit back and forth and um almost makes a circuit around the establishment and then uh then leaves the leaves the bar uh some kind of a, a robot a, a droid uh orb that uh you recognize uh, comes and goes mm, okay terrible uh meldark uh, back with you ricks um he just says, uh, you know, what you uh, you're you're awfully interested in uh, in this tempest and uh, this dealer. Uh, what uh, what are you after? Certainly, don't look uh, to be the using type yourself. No, definitely I'm uh, not a user. But uh, there's plenty of users around, and I hear it's uh, not a terrible business to get into. Well, that's uh, that's certainly an opinion. I uh, I suppose uh, if if that's uh, your aim of uh, opportunity, good luck to you. But uh, definitely uh, exercise caution. The uh, whoever they are, the crime lords that uh, deal in this stuff, tempest or not, whichever it is, uh, they can be quite unforgiving. Um, I guess I'm going to say, uh, is there anything else? Cause I think I asked me if I, well, no, it's a, you don't have a name for the, uh, the crime Lord by chance. Uh, no, kind of like when he, same thing before he doesn't really have any. Okay. That's what I thought. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I have to ask while I'm here, what's the uh, deal with this uh, oily sort of smell inside? He uh, he kind of sniffs the air. Quick second, he says, uh, "Nah, I just I just kind of thought that's uh, part of being on this level. Maybe I'm just used to it. So couldn't tell you to be honest." Hmm. Um, thank you, uh, Maldark, for the uh, information. It's certainly appreciated. Is there, uh, I guess, any other pointers for somebody new to this level before I leave? And I'll kind of tap the 100 credits till I haven't picked back up. Uh, he just says, uh, um, he kind of, he pushes them back to you again. And, um, he just says he 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 chuckles and and he says uh, just steer clear of the buffet. 
we'll uh, certainly take that under advisement. I'll pick up the credits and uh, give him a little nod. He raises his glass, so a little bit of a you know salute and uh, a goodbye, and and just kind of goes back into his own own thoughts. All right, I'll go back to uh, wherever Dab is at that group. And uh, relay the information to Dab that I discovered. Okay. I'll whisper. I'll whisper it into my calm in my in my cloak. And 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 wait for Cade to listen to it through his overalls. <laughs> <laughs> Just kind of lean my ear against against my shoulder. And I still hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, so nice. <sighs> well, I've got, I'll just say to the people at my table, some things change and others stay the same. Noise. <laughs> so I'll just casually say in my com, like, all right, so are we getting out of here? What are we doing? Uh, I look at Rick's and I ask Rick's, uh, you think any, you think we got any, anything else uh, to do here or should we just go? Seems like we, we've, we've done all we can. Mm. The only piece of information I guess I would like to know would be maybe who that uh, dealer was that died a few weeks ago. Here? Like, like ask around here? Yeah, like go up to the bartender maybe and ask him. All right, I'll let I'll let I'll let Kay know what you're doing. Okay. Yeah, so I'll go uh, go over to the bartender and uh, order another drink. And uh, while I'm while he's getting it, I'll just say, "Man, I heard about uh, some poor sucker died here a couple weeks ago, huh? That's crazy." He uh, looks at you, and um, you know, I think these guys kind of like squawk outside of their little covering, right? Generally. To see That's a good question. Yeah, I don't know how they talk. <laughs> Language. Yeah. Come on. Wikipedia. There it is. Made Kubazi. by worrying syllables. Uh, so he... Um, he kind of like... Uh, yeah, this this nasally like uh, language comes out that uh, I assume you, you are not uh, <laughs> no. proficient in Kubazian. Uh, I am not. <laughs> There's a little bit of a shrug to his shoulders as he says this. Um, and then, uh, yeah, he kind of just like looks at you for waiting for a reply uh, or a reaction. So what's uh, what's kind of your reaction there? <laughs> I just look at him and uh, just smile and nod. <laughs> he, he like gives a slight shake of his head and he reaches under the uh, counter and he pulls out a small little device and then he re-says, uh, he re-speaks uh, what he said and then it translates through and, um, and he says, uh, you have to be more specific. Uh, it's not unlikely to have people uh, just kind of kick the bucket here and there, these levels. Mm. I'll say, uh, I heard he was a uh, a spice dealer that might have got on the uh, wrong side of some folks. 
he uh, he replies again in uh, Kubazian, and uh, it sounds similar to the first time. And, and then the translation comes through, and he says, uh, "Again, you're gonna have to be a little more specific." <laughs> Try to remember what details uh, that guy gave me about him that died. Maybe I don't have any more details than that. Um... So he did give, you know, he kind of told you like how he died, things like that. Um, okay, yeah, I was going to say like you have a lot of people that uh, just choke up and suffocate and die <laughs> in your in your bar. So yeah, as you give a little bit more details, uh, there's a little bit. I mean, kind of behind, you know, whatever their mask or whatever it is, they, you know, his face. You can see a little bit of recognition there, and uh, then he speaks <laughs> to the translator, and it comes out, and he just says, uh, says, oh, yes, yes. Uh, uh, no, we don't see that very often. Do uh, do you know what the guy's name was? Uh, he, he just shakes his head no. Yeah. All right. All right, I'll say uh, thanks, and I'll pick up my drink. I like the actual uh, sound effects there. Yeah, that was coincidental. <laughs> my own drink here. <laughs> I'm so immersed right now. This is great immersion. Damn. It's like I'm right there. <laughs> I'll go put on my coveralls and that'll, that'll work. <laughs> I'll go get into a trash can. <laughs> so he, uh, the bartender kind of just, uh, you know, that, uh, you know, if you got nothing else really to say, he, he'll, uh, yep. yeah, he'll just kind of go on continuing to tend the bar whatnot all right i'll go back to the guys well it's a dead end <laughs> so i could go back to moldark before we leave and ask him so, oh by the way one more thing i'm an idiot and forgot to ask <laughs> didn't we do that with the last information broker too <laughs> i think so <laughs> i have some good questions after i finish the conversation like ah oh, shit i should have asked uh, just like real life <laughs> it's true. You know what I am? T I am. I don't care. I'm gonna walk back <laughs> over to Maldark. <laughs> say one. I get, I'll take out my hundred credits again and say, "Hey, forget. Hey, buddy, I uh, forgot to ask a question about the uh, the dealer that kicked it a few weeks ago. Did he have any friends around here? And what was his name? He uh, he kind of leaves. He says, "A returning customer, uh, my favorite." Again, he pushes your credits away, though. He says. Uh, but uh, that is fine. Uh, you've paid up uh, for this extra information already. Says, uh, says, yeah, it was uh, just a male human. Um, but that's that's basically uh, all we have of this guy. Okay, you didn't have any friends or anything that you know of? Nope. These parts, uh, yeah, that's uh, not likely. Especially him being a dealer. You know, he's gonna keep to himself and. Uh, you know, try and restrict the amount of contacts he's going to carry. All right. As uh, as I said, uh, seems that the contacts he did have uh, came back uh, to bite him. Those are the worst kind. Mm. And I'll say thanks again, and uh, maybe I'll see you around. Again, he raises his glass and gives a little nod to you. Okay. Go back to the group and say, well, human dealer, dead end, 
literally and figuratively. Um, I guess our next move might be to investigate the uh, next place on our list. Penguin Point. Let's go. <laughs> something for you, something for you, Indiana boys. Yeah. Oh I was like, how do you know about Penguin Point? I googled it just for you. <laughs> oh. Commitment. Commitment. What did you Google to find that? Indiana <laughs> restaurant chains. Okay, I was like, I'm not sure where nice. that would pop up. and Brews, Bub's Burgers. I want to try all these places. Jack's Donuts. <laughs> You don't ever stop in Indiana. True. <laughs> yeah, you really should just keep driving, honestly. The, the two seconds you A go through it on the way to to Illinois, you just flip the bird and keep going. So, the all right, so are yeah. you guys, uh, so Rick's Dab and R2, uh, you guys are getting up and heading out. Yeah, and I guess um, get on the comm there and say uh, we're heading out. Follow us out in a f few minutes to the other group. So we'll stick with our we're not together strategy. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll uh, tell I'll tell Kate do the comm. To, let's go. All right. Uh, the other half, uh, Remy. Uh, and, and Cade, uh, well, Cade, you didn't notice it, but, uh, and actually, sorry, uh, HK's with uh, Dab and Ricks. Um, yes. R2 and Remy, uh, any mention of uh, your sighting? Uh, yeah, definitely. I don't know if R2 communicated it, but whatever. <laughs> Nudge Remy and be like, hey. I, yeah, I speak binary. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm saying, like, do. I don't. I don't think I have a comm. Um... I mean, Kate has a comm link. Yeah. Yeah. I'll whisper over into Kate's Kate, comm link. Kate's hey. with you, though. Yeah, yeah I'm here. Yeah. You can just tell me. I, I'd like to whisper over anyways. All right. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just hold the comm link. Like, it's not, it's not, it's not <laughs> subtle anymore, but I'm just holding no, the comm no. link up to R2. <laughs> and let them know about what we saw. Uh, so yeah, R two in a soft. Uh, what's that? It would have been great to know about that when you saw it, because that's probably going to be a problem for us in the future. <laughs> probably, but I figured you wanted to. You wanted a little suspense. Had to let that one sit on the back burner for a little while. What about what? What about my personality has ever indicated that I would like a little more suspense in my life? <laughs> You have that look in your eye, Cade. I'm pretty sure that's just the hat. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. So uh, this it. this kind of split uh, split scene here. Uh, so basically, Dab, Ricks, and HK step outside of the bar as R2 is telling Cade about uh, their sighting of this uh, droid orb that uh, seemed to kind of come in and, and make a lap around the bar. And so Cade sitting there like, uh, yeah, that was pretty important. Uh, right as the scene transitions to uh, Dab, 
uh, Rix and HK, uh, is you come outside the bar and you three hear uh, the sound of heavy metal scraping, uh, not heavy metal, but you know, heavy metal uh, scraping against the road yeah. surface <laughs> as, uh, um, yeah, uh, Iron Maiden uh, just kind of rolls out. Uh, no, um, rock? <laughs> Uh, scraping against the surface uh, of the road here, uh, and and anyone that was around starts kind of clearing the streets, um, just dodging into you know any nook and cranny doorway that they can find. Uh, before you, uh, you see uh, what you assume to be uh, a hut. It's in the form of a hut, uh, at least. Uh, slithering for forward, uh, clad head to tail in uh, dense, massive metal armor, uh, and clutching uh, clutching a uh, force baton uh, in one of his gauntlets. Uh, the eyes uh, of the figure before you uh, regard you in with amusement um, that you can just see behind. Uh, even his eyes have uh, you know. Uh, have some shielding to them, um, and then the uh, the hut speaks up through a uh, vocabulator mounted on his chest. So you get this this deeper, you know, hut uh, uh, voice, uh, but also with that uh, robotic uh, adjustment to through the um, vocabulator. And he says, uh, "Flee, puny ones, before the might of Perella, the hunter." The hunt is on. And as he says this, uh, three um, black droid orbs uh, come out uh, from around him and then just kind of swoop towards you guys uh, above you, uh, seeming to just kind of hover near your presence uh, there. Well, and, you uh, heard the land. Yeah, we will uh, take our break there. And um, then. Uh, oh my God! <laughs> what the? Uh. All right, so you guys. Um, We're leaving. Goodbye. Down. Uh, you guys will come out like down here where I'm peeing. Kind of there's that open sign there. That's there. So he's he's on the other side of this walkway. Um, that he around HK. Uh, he comes out and uh, he calls out to you, and then the droids begin. Uh, uh, swarming around a little well, bit. HK, Remy, and or R2, Remy, and, and Cade are still inside. Yes, you guys yeah. are still inside, I so um... I, yeah. Yep. So that those happens. Those little suckers. And, uh, yeah, so we'll, uh, let's take a break now, a uh, couple minutes, and then we'll come back and uh, see how this plays out. So, see you guys. Right. See you guys all in a few. All right. Lazy and illiterate. So get back into it. So, uh, does it help if I say that I have a degree in English? Like I, I have yes. a bad English. Demonetized on Twitch. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So Rix, HK, and Dab, you guys step outside of the dark melody uh, after talking to the originally named Mel Dark and 
you see before you this uh, hut-shaped, massive armored figure that comes out, and he calls out to you, saying, uh, he call, t calling out to you to flee and run, as he uh, he is ready to um, enjoy a little bit of a hunt. Uh, who who sat with uh, Perella? Does someone remember this? I think uh, Cade, was it you? I think you sat with the hut. One of the huts, right? I I certainly did. I don't know if it was this one. I but, think, uh, it, yeah, it was Perella. Was it the bottom left or right? No, upper upper left. If it's upper left, then yeah, that's where I yeah, sat. Yeah, that was okay. So then right. he pulled he pulled like a gun out from underneath the table and laughed about no weapons or something. And I think so. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So, that's right. So yeah, okay, uh, yeah. I mean, I guess it kind of doesn't matter yet at this point because you're not out there. You don't know this is going on yet. So let's um. Uh, let's get some uh, initiative going here. Help Goodness us out with gravy. the structure. Just to be clear, he's yelling at us to flee and get out of the way. Uh, he's he's kind of goading you into running because he wants to hunt you down. Oh, uh, I thought they meant like, I thought he was just like move move out of the way. I've got business inside that canteen, and I'm like, hey, hey buddy, okay, nice. yeah, don't let me it. stop you. Yeah. Bold words for a guy that can move. 15 feet around. <laughs> anyway, that's probably not true. Probably I asking get, to get my ass kicked. Can I get a fi extra five because I'm next to HK for once? Yeah. There you go. Um, do, do you want those of us that are still inside to also roll? Uh, I'll let you... Well, I mean, we can just yeah. be in the initiative order and we don't. Because we don't yeah, do yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. We let's just do that. Um, I okay. guess it's not going to matter. Because there'll be yeah, just a one round. I'll give you guys only a one round penalty there. Does he? He doesn't recognize us because we're we're wearing disguises, yeah, right? Yeah, we're in disguise. Damn it. <laughs> Todd threw a monkey wrench in Todd's plans. <laughs> I don't think I. I think at this point, the, the hut's just trying to kill whoever. You know, it's a hunting thing. <laughs> it's like it's it. Da it's the most dangerous game up in here. Yeah, I was gonna say it's it's one of those rich people things where they <laughs> the rich, the rich yeah. hut comes down to the poor area and hunts they, people. I think oh, this god. is exactly that. Oh god. Yeah. Well, wasn't that, was the, there a movie that just came out about that? Um, They're purging yeah. us. The hunt? Was it the hunt? It was called, wasn't it? Like that. Yeah. Honestly, um, it's fine. America's it's fine. If, That's sort of how I wanted to go anyway. If a dude wants to pay me six hundred thousand dollars to run away from him and maybe die, like I'll do it at this point. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Look. Money's hard. All fine here. Situation normal. I'm also kidding. Anyway. Rick, Rick, uh, tell him that we're like religious zealots and that it would be bad juju for him to kill us. <laughs> what was that thing that whatever those grubs are that are very expensive, say we're importers of them. Oh, yeah. You don't want us to, to die. Where will you get your nasty grubs or whatever? Yeah, come on, Portillo. For sure, Portillo. For sure, nasty. God, I would love some Portillos <laughs> right now. I was gonna say the yeah. No, not that. Not Portobello. 
Oh, that's Portillo. Yeah. Yeah. No, Portillo's is a uh, <laughs> like Chicago. Yeah. Uh, ro- um, what is it? It's the uh, Italian beef. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, kind of like. Uh, I don't know why I instantly thought of mushrooms when I knew it was a restaurant. Uh, Kevin, <laughs> the, um, Uncle uh, John's steak and onion. Big John's steak and onion. I don't know where that, how far Papa that gets, Jones. but uh, anyway. Sorry, I'm just trying to find something here. Baylor. What's that? Nothing. Someone just pronounced portabella. <laughs> portabella? <laughs> Mushroom? What? What is it? <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. If one, what do you drink? Milk down there? Not the rail. Rick's, yeah, Rick's. Try to try to make him think we're like uh, space nuns or something. <laughs> I mean, we could be anybody. We're, we're in the Wait, Todd, could you hear me drinking right there? Is that what was happening? No. Okay, good. Never mind. <laughs> All right, I guess I am up first. Um. <laughs> okay, so yeah. let's bluff our way out of this one. Or Mr. Worldwide, you can't kill us. <laughs> it's going down. Like, Yelling tell me uh, we have COVID nineteen. Yeah, I guess I'm just gonna Yeah. Yeah, that was that was funny enough that it gave me COVID. <laughs> okay, so um let me do this. How did you draw this? No. No, it's actually uh, it's actually out there somewhere. So, oh, but it, it's it's I think it's art specifically from this uh, module though. So it was a good find, nice. but it's nice. it's obnoxious looking for sure. <laughs> um, well, I mean, it, it's a good good effort. Um... Okay, so yeah, give me. All right, so. Yeah, he uh, he he has um, kind of out of character uh, to kind of dance around this. Um, you know, he, he's gotten some good tips along the way of, of where you guys were heading, um, and uh, you know, coming out and seeing you guys, uh, he, you know, you've got Toydarian, you've got the HK droid, and then Rick's there. Um, that you fit enough of the initial description at least and, and so he he's definitely taking a a strong educated guess uh, that you are who he's after um but yeah so we'll so he's called out and to you guys to basically flee because he wants to have a little fun here um so yes uh with that being said uh top of the order uh ricks you oh. you know there with that being said kind of out of character you know there is potential to still kind of uh, you know, bluff your way out of this, I guess. Okay. And I guess, uh, being a, uh, a bounty hunter, am I aware, have I heard of, uh, this dude before? <laughs> or is he just like, uh, so, you know, Rick you know, Perella, you definitely know the name Perella. Perella was at the dinner party. Um, well, and... I guess so I know that he's like a bounty hunter or is he just going like rogue okay. here and wanting to murder um, folks? Uh, give me a, give me a lore check. Okay. So, 
yeah, that's not really going to get you enough to, you know, there's definitely kind of, if you focus on your bounty hunter knowledge, uh, you know, that mm-hmm. doesn't, nothing, uh, you know, rings a bell there. Um, so yeah, you just, you just know that he was at the, uh, dinner party, um, and, you know, to the extent that you might remember that Cade sat with him during dinner, uh, but, uh, beyond that, uh, there's not much else cause you didn't personally really meet with him or anything. Okay. I just didn't know if he was like, oh yes, the, uh, famous bounty hunter, Narshada Portella. Okay. Um, I guess I'm going to, uh, sort of put my hands up in the air, like, you just huh? don't care and look around <laughs> like, yeah, yeah look at why would you be coming after us? Did my ex put you up to this? All right, Perfect. give me a uh, give me a deception check. <laughs> All righty. I'll add my I'll add my defiant. Hold on. Oh, don't don't. Okay. <laughs> the poor man's lucky. <laughs> All right, so the droids, uh, they just kind of come. They're just going to kind of come and, and hover near you guys right now. So they're just kind of getting up in your face um, and, you know, beeping and things like that. They seem to kind of to initially kind of pick uh, one one each of you to, to kind of follow. And, and if you guys move any little bit, uh, they seem to kind of follow along uh, where you guys are at. Uh, so um, let's see. Uh, Dab, uh, yeah, Dab, uh, up to you. Um, I guess I'll I'll try. I'm sorry. What did Rick say to him? Uh, Rick said that uh, <laughs> he, he was just like, you know, why why are you doing this? Uh, and he tried to bluff and and uh, ask if his ex put him up for to this or something like that. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say to him, uh, in, and I'm going to try and change my Tordarian voice so it's not Tordarian, but say, hey, we are from the order of the Twin Sons, a re- religious cult. We are only travelers. <laughs> we mean you no harm. We have no weapons. Please let us pass, sir. Uh, give, me a, uh, give me a deception check as well. You know what's about to happen, right? <laughs> Jesus. A nat one and then a nat 20? All right. Yeah. All right. So the uh, it's time for Perella's turn, and he uh, slithers closer to you. Um, this time, though, like, uh, so before he was slithering up, and, uh, you know, the, you heard that heavy metal scraping uh, across the street. But... Uh, there is a a quick moment where um you see that he he uh lifts up a little bit off the ground and then hovers towards you guys quite smoothly uh as tiny repulsors lift him up this armor that he's uh wearing um uh swiftly moves him uh closer to you all and uh he turns and he says uh i i put much trust in uh 
in the information I get and the people that, uh, and my eyes and ears uh, out here on Narshada. And uh, they've led me here to uh, level 35 to find you. Uh, the uh, the assassins of the mighty pauper, the huts, uh, and uh, there's quite a bounty on uh, those assassins' head. And as the one who enjoys the hunt, I figured, why not? Uh, it certainly won't uh, hurt me any to uh, help out Zonos and uh, turn them in. I know there was three others of you, but uh, it certainly could be as easy as uh, you know them being somewhere else. Uh, but I am no fool that uh, there aren't uh, not more than one uh, of each of your kind. Uh, if you can further prove that uh, you are not the people I pursue, then perhaps uh, I will let you go on your way. And... Um, yeah, so then we turn to Ricks, and then the rest of you guys would be coming out at this uh, when it gets to your turn. Well, I don't think I have anything like fake IDs for everybody here, so, uh, alright. The, um... The little droids are just kind of hovering sort of nearby us. Yep. Okay. They're 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 similar. They're not really like you know as they're pictured, but they're they're small little like orb style uh, tracking droids. That, you know. Mm, okay. Um. I I would say that a little bit with your background and, and kind of just with with Perella and him, uh, you know, in his spiel and and you know you can definitely uh, gather his affinity for the hunt that. You know, his game plan here is that you guys run away, tracker droids follow you, and then he, he you know, that's his hunt. So that's what y you can kind of gather out of these droids. Okay. Now I wonder, does the, um, does my stun rifle thing work on... Doesn't work on uh, like non-humanoid type things, so we're probably working on the droids. I'm assuming. I don't think so. Yeah. Okay. Different. Yeah. Different thing. Different sure. frequency. Yeah. yeah you need like an ion sort of thing for yeah. droids, typically. Yeah. Um. Right. Hmm. There's a little switch on there that goes from A to B. Yeah. Um. I'm going to uh, pull my blasters out and actually want to target the um, floaty droid next to me, or the closest one to me. It's probably technically not next to me, next to me, but. Okay. What? Rich. Hmm. He's asking for validation. That we're that we're who we we say we are. I know, but how am I gonna prove? How am I gonna prove I'm not who I pretended not to be? Let's do our let's do our super special religious dance that we've choreographed together. And when he sees that we do it in perfect unison, he'll let us go. 
<laughs> yeah, Rick, you, you uh, if you want, you can either you know roll an intelligence <laughs> check uh, to help you, uh, or you know I would just say that you know I think uh, yeah you would. I think Rick's would kind of pick up what uh, Dab's trying, you know, getting at, and uh, that, uh, you know, if if you want to, want to try, if you want to try, yeah, try it. Okay, all right. Uh, if we're, if we're, not, if we're not throwing in the towel, if 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 uh, Dab is uh, committed to this, um... so I'll, I'll, I guess I'll also say that you know your your initial spiel definitely didn't help out at all. Uh, but uh, Dab seemed to strike enough of a chord that this uh, twin, that Perella, um, uh, you know, that is what kind of struck Perella uh, to to kind of reconsider uh, the situation. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll say. Yes, we are members of the Twin Sun religion. We are here to prophesize to these lost souls on the lower levels of Nar Shaddaa to turn them away from their wickedness of spice and decadence. <laughs> oh, man. Ricks, have an inspiration. You, you've had some some good moments tonight, <laughs> so you, you definitely earned it. Uh, just just got to wind them up and set them free, guys, and it's gold. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, give nice. me a... Um, give me another deception check, but this one at advantage. And then everyone, um, okay, so coming over to Cade. Uh, Cade, you would be outside, and um, you'd kind of be just on the edge of observing all this. So you see this, this massive uh, armored creature hut shaped creature before you and you uh you're hearing uh rick's kind of you know at least uh a good portion of his rant as you step outside uh to what's going on you do see these drones in the air that uh r2 had told you about earlier uh that you already were kind of saying oh this is probably a uh a problem so take us home home altar boy well, he doesn't know that I'm with you. Okay, is can I walk this way? Yeah. Yep. I mean, is is it looks it looks kind of like there's a wall there on the map. Is there anywhere to go, or do I have to go past him? Uh, you can. Uh, you know, I'll say that you can go uh, basically south. Yeah, if you want. Okay. A little bit. I'm just gonna like pull the hat down a little bit farther, and I'm just gonna walk. I'm getting out of here. <laughs> okay. Um, give me a perception check on your way out. Okay. There we go. All right. Uh, so something does hit you a little bit, uh, about the hut figure, uh, just the slightest bit of recognition. Um, and it, it kind of goes back to that dinner party and, uh, just in some of your conversations with Perella, uh, and him just talking, uh, just for some reason, you know, something is trying to click in your brain about that. Um, but again, you're not, you know, you don't necessarily know who this is yet. So, um, but yeah, uh, so that really we jump over to Remy. 
you would have been oh. just stepped out. Uh, you know, Kay's just kind of walking away. You kind of see what's going on as well. Um, this walkway. What's that? This walkway that's underneath here. Yes. So it's about um, you know, a good ten plus There's feet down. Right yeah. Heavy. Oh. Um, yeah, I'm going to use my Leon in agility and just kind of sprint off the edge and jump down. Okay. That's not suspicious at all. <laughs> you know the theme? I'm in a coat. I got a coat with a hood on. You have no coat. idea who I am. That's fair. Uh, give me a acrobatics check, please. Oh. Easy. All right. Yep. So you uh, uh, smoothly jump down and... Uh, little bit of roll at the end uh roll up uh as you come oh out. uh also just in case yep no you're fine acrobatics uh <laughs> acrobatics did it so all right and then uh r2 uh you've come out as well with the others and <laughs> you've seen uh <laughs> Remy, you, know, you just take off, run away, and and Rick's, uh, you know, Rick's hasn't ran away, but he's he's walked away. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm gonna. I, I can't do what uh, Remy's just done, so I'm gonna follow after uh, after Cade here, <laughs> just like not even acknowledging everyone else. All right. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Dab. Yep. So I say. Uh... I say, uh, would you like me to perform the ritual dance of the Twin Moon Order and and give my blessings to you and your heart? Sorry. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, Perella, uh, you see him kind of look past you guys as these other figures come out of the bar and uh especially towards remy he's just very confused uh and, but uh you kind of hear him a little bit uh it's kind of under his breath but it still projects through the vocabulary he says uh oh we have a speedy one uh uh i would enjoy chasing after that uh but then he kind of like comes back into the moment and he says uh the twin the twin moons uh, i thought you said it was the twin suns uh, no, I did say the twin sons, my friend. <laughs> says, regardless, uh, uh, it does seem that uh, you may not be uh, the Cory I am after. Uh, or perhaps uh, it is all of your lucky day. Uh, but let, uh, But do know, if you are who I seek, I will find you soon, and I will very much enjoy the thrill of the hunt and um he there's a little couple beeps and the the droids uh fly to his side uh just kind of hover over near him and um his uh the repulsors that uh kind of were on with his armor kick on and uh he floats away uh just into the darkness and uh heads out uh out of view Blessings to you, and may you have good luck finding the treacherous Kate Carver. 
<sighs> Guys, we did it. We, we we fought our way out of a fight. Yep. Bravo, everyone involved. I Yay. was not gonna stick around. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Hey, right. I saw the so, stairs. Uh, it looked like five feet, so I was like, I can make this jump easy. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Remy, you jump down. Uh, you... Uh, so I guess Remy, Cade, and R2, kind of what are you guys doing now? I know you guys are kind of just walking away. Are you, or I guess the other is three, there, are you calling out? Is there another pet? Is there another ped bridge like this, like a few, a few feet down? Uh sure, we'll say there is. So I'll just do a big old like U-turn okay. and like go across that and then like meet them back up here. Okay. So as you yeah, as you yeah, even I'll make that first it. turn on the bridge, I'll walk across this way. And you like look <laughs> over. You, you know, you you guys definitely can see that. Uh, the figure, the hut figure, has uh, gone away and, and it disappeared into the uh, shadows of the level. I'll just like softly clap as as Dav and Ricks and HK approach. <laughs> yes, <Yeah. laughs> nicely done. I'm very proud. Do you Thank see you. Kate? Sometimes deception wins the day. Can you at least now agree to that? I, I, I. I concede the point. Very well done. Very good. Let's go on to the penguin point uh, cantina. All right. I'm also going to uh, just mention to the uh, the rest of the group, if any of you see any of those uh, tracking droids, be sure to let us know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, R2 and Remy. Let us know beforehand. All right. Okay. So, over his head. are you guys uh, keeping your same groups uh, to head down deeper to the yeah, headache yeah, bar? We're going uh, to switch it up for variety. Me and Kate will go this time with uh, R2. Okay. So. All right. Um,. All right, so you three. Rick's has a comm, right? Rick's has a comm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think so. We're good. Okay, so uh, start with uh, Dab, R2, and uh, Cade. Please give me deception Kate. checks. Mm hmm. Sorry. Come on. All right. Could have been worse. Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, no. That's like. I'm loving it. Is that our. We haven't had very money tonight at all, I guess. Um, nah, not a lot. Of, we haven't really had combat. Deceptions. So, uh, and then it's the other three, good. please: uh, Remy, Rix, and HK. Oh God! <laughs> eh, these droids are many things, but charismatic they are not. Oh my! All right, so uh, first group, Cade and uh, Dab and R2, you guys are able to hail uh, another taxi and make your way uh, towards the things. And um, again, this driver, you know, he, he is looking, at, he's just eyeing down the droid. And uh, he, says, uh, he says, you guys, uh, this droid friend of yours, uh, he, looks, uh, he looks a bit familiar. Haven't seen his type around and... Uh, the only type I have seen uh, is in a bit of a trouble. In a bit of trouble. Oh, my you know eyes what? are up here. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? 
That is interesting. We actually we actually just bought this one a few days ago. We've had to explain a couple times. It's not that one. It's been a pain. Every single taxi driver that we've had today. And a tear and a tear just rolls down Dab's cheek as he hears Cade lying so eloquently. <laughs> uh, give me a. Uh, Cade, give me a uh, yeah, another deception we'll check uh, with advantage. <laughs> oh, whew, I, I okay. quietly give him guidance. <laughs> nice. nice. All right. The 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 cab driver just uh, he doesn't really say anything else on the subject, and then just kind of, you know, he looks like he gives kind of like a yeah, sure, whatever you say, but uh, whatever. Um, he gets you down to uh, you go down to level twenty to. The headache bar, aka Penguin Point, and uh, he says uh, to be uh, ten credits for the cab ride. I'll pay it. All right, hand it over, and uh, you guys are let out there. Uh, in the other ride, uh, you guys slide in, and uh, the the taxi driver here. Uh, he's he's definitely staring you all down uh, quite a bit, and uh, he's he's he struggles a little bit to see under uh, under your hood, Remy. Um, and uh, but uh, but he doesn't he doesn't say anything. Uh, you guys seem to like squeak by uh, without uh, without any alarm. He, he's definitely paying attention, to you guys, but it's not enough that he feels he wants to say anything. Um, same thing drops you off uh, 10 credits for the ride I got it and I'll say blessed day to you sir may the twin sons always smile upon you are we starting a cult guys Raise the twin sons start a faction we, we've just uh, figured out the group's uh, destiny huh yep. <laughs> start a religious <laughs> cult it's a good. It's a good cover story. Rix is going to stick with it till it fails. Yes. <laughs> all right. So as you can all expect, uh, as you've gone 15 levels deeper into the depths of Narshada, things uh, is some of you might wondered if they could get any worse, but they can, and they did. Uh, <laughs> there is uh, there's steady traffic down here. Um, and uh, but you know everyone you see around uh, scoundrels, thugs, uh, types. It's just uh, uh, quite concerning in that regard. Uh, you were stand outside the headache bar, uh, which uh, seems to be truly a hive of scum and villainy. Uh, the um, there's uh, there's not even lights outside to really illuminate uh, the location. Um, and uh, there's not really much uh, much in or out uh, traffic at the location. Hey, can I make a suggestion to the group? It seems it seems that R two is the one that keeps getting uh, eyed by people because of of the type of droid he is. Maybe this time somebody waits outside with him uh, and uh, lets the rest of us go in. Are there any empty boxes or crates nearby? <laughs> Is there a cash can we can turn? <laughs> I want a metal. I want a Metal Gear Solid R two and put him in a box. Give me a perception check. 
Yes. Um, yeah, there's definitely uh, definitely stuff around here. So as uh, as the uh, Tim Gunn of uh, your group, uh, Ricks, please uh, uh, come out here and um, okay, designers, tell us how uh, uh, how R two now looks. Are we getting Project Runway right now? Right. I was I was waiting to see if anyone would recognize. I wondered if I reached, but you're married, so I figured. <laughs> <laughs> no, neither of us have watched it. I'm just, I'm just very familiar with, uh, <laughs> with pop culture. Apparently. All right, Rix. Yeah, what do you find? Um, Rix finds a um, a a trash bag. Um, <laughs> it looks like it's uh, full of discarded pieces of metal of various shapes and sizes, maybe some uh, broken gears, some metal shavings and things. Um, yeah. So just kind of a hodgepodge of uh, metal pieces. And uh, we will take those pieces and uh, sort of slap them onto R2, sort of changing the overall uh, shape of him. So no longer looks like a shiny orange astromech okay but instead it looks like maybe maybe something that rolled out of a jawa junk pile <laughs> all right nice first time can we put what is what is special what is him? special about r2 that makes him look so much different than other droids so he's he is uh and i think he's probably mentioned this but uh he's one like brand new he's a brand new model if you will of, uh, yeah. of astromech um, uh, he's a new concept uh ben's driving down the highway like yeah exactly the o3 is meant to signify that he's like the third prototype uh, it's gotcha. like, yeah, so he's new. literally he's like actually an r2 unit like yeah like what r2 is but yeah. 200 and and like exactly. you know kind of out of character here like a little bit loosely like I, there wasn't a specific start date of like when r2 units came to light uh but you know it was like i think we can kind of make this work for story-wise that sure we'll say that you're like fresh off the line like even borderline like prototype style almost and okay so anyway yeah he's yeah like you know he for people, anyone that would know droids, they'd be like, I've never seen one like that before. So they're all used to the other, because the R1s were like, R1s were super tall. Uh, they're taller than, they're like, I think like 15 feet or something. Like they're insanely big. It was really weird. It's basically, yeah. And then the R, um, well, no, R1s wasn't there. What's the other one? Um, anyway, so. There's like P1 too. Yeah, a couple That's, other like yeah, large, goofy looking ones. So, <laughs> but uh, anyway, the new technology we have. Yeah, that's the that's the reason for that. So, but nice. Okay, All right, so we've sense. got uh, trash pile uh, R2 here um, that uh, rolls into. Uh... So he's rolling in with you guys then. Or are you still leaving yeah. him outside? Yeah, no, since he looks like a... Yeah, I would assume I'm coming in. Okay, and then are you entering uh, in your separate group still? Uh, yeah, I think, uh, you can. know what, they, they, if someone's been tracking us, they've been tracking two groups of three, maybe we should go into three groups of two. 
chair. All right, Anne's go marching two by Three. two. Okay, yeah. so who's uh, first two to head in? Me and Cade will walk in with our arms around uh, each other's shoulders like we're <laughs> drunk and we're, we're parting too hard. All, all right. the time I'm whispering, I really still, I still don't like you. <laughs> yep. Feelings mutual, buddy. Feelings <laughs> mutual. You're going to do that. All right. So you two head in. I don't uh, know how that works. Into uh, with the you. headache bar. Yeah. <laughs> He's he's waddling. Yeah, it's 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 super awkward because you're actually like, uh, well, I guess he could be fluttering next to you. Yeah, he could be fluttering. Yeah. yeah. So, um, as you guys uh, stumble into the bar, uh, the it again, this definitely resembles uh, what you've seen on the outside, uh, if not worse. The light uh, fails to reach the corners of this dive, uh, and um, you you get the impression, or you wouldn't be surprised that uh, uh, some of the slumped over patrons here, uh, you wouldn't be surprised to find out that they actually might be dead. Uh, there's uh, shouts and loud snores filling the room, uh, and uh, you see at the bar uh, a rusty droid uh, wiping uh, the Durasteel counter with a dirty rag. Uh, just kind of looks up. Uh, an acknowledgement when you head into the bar. Here is the cheapest brandy you have. My friend here is a, a famous murderer across the galaxy. <laughs> yep. Uh, yep. I've murdered people. It's a joke. Just go with it, man. Give me a drink. <laughs> yeah, the droid turns and grabs a, a couple of glasses of, of uh, a it ha it does have uh you know kind of that amber color that it should but uh but there's a cloudiness to it that uh uh does not look uh appetizing but he slides it over and he says uh two credits each please i'll drop down three because drunk people can't count good deception <laughs> So, yeah, so we're going to pretend to drink and we're going to scope out the scene as our friends walk in. Okay. So, uh, <clears throat> next two, who's coming in? <clears throat> well, I was thinking waiting outside right now for for another. I was thinking I probably HK and Rix and then Remy and R2 just because I feel like Rix and HK would look better together. Okay. Yeah, that sounds good. All right. So, uh, Rix and HK, you uh, head in. And uh, same thing, you just kind of see this this uh, dive, shadowy dive. Um, look around and see a lot of people just kind of slumped over on their tables, uh, chairs, things like that. You see Dab and uh, Cade at the bar uh, enjoying a drink, um, enjoying uh, loose, I say loosely. And uh, yeah, you guys step in. Um, All right. Um, uh, give me a, um, HK and Rix, give me perception checks, please. Perception check, coming right up. Hello. Ayo. All right. So, uh, Rix, you pick up a little bit, uh, but HK, 
and whether it's because you're also a droid. Um, but uh, there's a, you know, as much as a droid can convey this, but the bartending droid uh, does give a look of recognition uh, towards you, towards HK specifically. And Rix, you kind of pick up on that a little bit, like, uh, you know, what is this, uh, this uh, droid giving my droid an up-down? Like a like a, like a like a look of like I recognize you, your bad guy, like a look of oh hey old friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who knows? Um, he's a he's a droid though, so I guess you can't really read too much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You just you kind of there's not really uh, you know any of that. You just as as you know, best as possible in any way that a droid can convey that, but you just seem like, just the way that his head and his, you know, eye sockets, whatever, kind of linger and, and whatever, it just, uh, it, it just strikes you a little bit. Okay. Um, I guess I'm going to say knowing that, I'm going to kind of keep an eye on the droid and see if it looks like he does anything like... Okay calls for somebody maybe gets on a com pushes mm -hmm. the button underneath the, the yeah, counter, counter for the yeah. alarm <laughs> all right uh, okay so uh, a few more moments pass and then uh finally uh remy and r2 you guys can wander in i look like trash don't tell me about <laughs> it <laughs> i'll grab a go up and grab a drink at the bar and then walk um, walk back, back to R2 and we'll go take a seat off in the corner, kind of near the doorway-ish. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Alright, just following along. Alright. <laughs> so yeah, the uh, same thing, you guys kind of see everything inside and then um, the uh, the droid, you know, he gives his, his standard, you know, just look of acknowledgement that you've came into the bar. Um and then you you guys are able to grab a drink and and head off. Um, so uh, the the droid does uh, does give another glance or two over to HK uh, during this time. And and as he does this, uh, he does uh, he kind of, he looks at you, Ricks, as well. And, um, and then there is uh, Dab and Cade. Uh, he kind of looks over to you guys. Uh, you notice, like, HK and Rex, you guys, obviously, you're being real focused on this, that the droid um, does seem to be kind of scanning your group. And by group, I mean, like, all of you guys. Yes, you've came in individually, but, uh, you know, it seems that he's still kind of looking at each of these pairs. We need to go... Or getting what we need to get and then getting out would be a really good idea. Yeah, I probably should think about leaving. Somebody has uh, like stun droid or, you know. Huh. <laughs> I can stun so, you. So, Kate and Dab at the bar, what are you guys? Are you guys saying anything or just? Uh. Still pretending to be drunk, I'll just uh, 
I'll ask the uh, droid bartender if he's got. I'll yeah. I'll see like, you got any uh, any of the good stuff that new that new spice? Uh, he says, uh, "I'm sorry, sir. We only serve uh, liquid refreshments here." Uh. And um, there's a pause, and then he says, uh, "Excuse me." Uh, there is a uh, patron here uh, who is waiting for uh, some company. Uh, unfortunately, I have not seen them yet, but uh, the droid over there uh, does match the description. And uh, you two do match a similar description of the other figures of this party, but not exact. Uh, might you be uh, with that HK unit over there? I like turn, make a big show of looking around like an HK unit. What's that one look like again? Is it the the one with the eyes? He nods over towards uh, towards HK. I'll like give a good squint and look at it like I can safely say I've never seen that droid before in my life. Says, uh, my mistake. Uh, my, uh, my apologies. And then, um, then he like he kind of takes off and heads uh, out from the bar into, uh, and he he starts to head towards uh, HK. And Ricks, you guys are sitting together, right? I I will. As soon as that droid walks away, I'll get out my comlink and just kind of like slump against my arm, and like. You guys need to get out right now. Yeah, we're we're sitting together currently. Ricks, you're with HK, right? Oh yes, I was also on mute. <laughs> yes, I was sitting. I was gonna sit uh, at a table or something so I could keep my like eyes towards the the yeah. bar in the front door. Okay, so. Uh, so the the droid kind of walks out from the the bar and he's walking towards HK and Ricks. <laughs> Jesus. Um, Does he? Uh, I mean, I assume that he, he's not carrying like a weapon or anything. He's just like, nope. Maybe come take our order. Okay. Yeah. Yep. He 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 is nothing on him. He's just kind of he's hobbling over. His his motor skills definitely uh, match his his physical condition. As okay. R2 says, play it cold. <laughs> Alright, I'll, uh, Rix will not draw a blaster or anything, but kind of just, you know, let his hand sort of casually fall to his side to where his blaster would be. Okay. And, uh, I guess kind of. Do the. Casu yeah, it's kind of casually wait for the, uh, the droid gets closer. It's like, ah, oh, finally, you're here to take our order? says, uh, I apologize. Uh, generally, the patrons order from the bar. Uh, excuse me, though. And he turns to the HK droid and says, uh, there is someone here that uh, is uh, was hoping uh, to meet with you. Uh, but I, I have uh, been trouble. I'm having trouble identifying if you are uh, that person. There were others uh, with the group. Um, but uh, you don't uh, s closely match their description. 
Um, <laughs> see, HK sort of sort of looks across the table and then looks back and says, um, uh, "Group, I am only here with Tedward." <laughs> I was waiting for the undercover names. Nailed it. Great. <laughs> yep. And your and your undercover name is KH. KH forty two. What do you, what do you mean somebody was uh wanting to meet with my droid? Uh the droid bartender says uh yes, uh they have asked uh for discretion uh of themselves but uh they they said that uh likely a group of six individuals should eventually be making their way here uh with descriptions similar to uh you and some others here but i see that you've come in separately and you don't do not specifically match the description so perhaps uh i am mistaken uh we just have not seen any others come in uh so i assume that perhaps uh You've, uh, well, just, uh, maybe if you different. tell me who this uh, person is, with discretion, of course, it might be an old friend of mine that I would recognize. Uh, the droid says, um, let me check with uh, the patron and I will see. Uh, you said your name was Tedward? My friends call me. Well, that's that's my real name, but uh, my my nickname is uh, is uh, Rix. Perfect. Uh, a thousand blasters come out of his uh, casing. No, <laughs> he says uh, says uh, thank you, Rix. I will uh, see uh, if uh, the patron recognizes. Uh, you and your friend, uh, and he leaves, and he goes off into um, into a dark, secluded corner of the of the bar. And um, give me uh, you two, and then yeah, I guess just you two, Rix and HK. Give me uh, perception checks. All right, so yeah, you guys making a good team. Consistency. Yeah. So. Uh, Let's go. As you follow the droid, as he walks over to this uh, shadowy area, um, you can see uh, you can see a large figure uh, that he uh, is speaking to. Um, very large figure, uh, and um, you know, definitely carries uh, that uh, profile uh, of a larger creature, such as a hut. But uh, that's it. You can't see anything else. Any other details? Um, so there's a brief conversation, and the uh, the droid wanders his way back over to you, and he says, uh, "the the patron uh, still urges discretion, but uh, he does say that uh, uh, he does know you, uh, Mr. Tedward and uh, Mr. K.H." <laughs> And this patron, what is their name? 
Uh, one second, sorry. Back from the dead. Unexploded <laughs> himself. Wow. Uh, the the droid says, um, unfortunately, uh, he has said that he did not want to share that information, but uh, he did want me to let you know that uh, he would like to. Uh, offer his appreciation one more time for uh, your you and your friends' help uh, back on Endragod. Oh, it's it's our friend. It is. Nice. I'll uh, uh, ask the uh, the bartender. Did this? patron want to meet or what were they after yes uh, they are uh, they have been hanging out for a little bit uh, but uh, anticipated your arrival here and uh, told me to send anyone that matched the specific description uh, over his way well Lead the way. And I'll uh, stand up, I guess, from the uh, the table. As will HK. Okay. So the droid, uh, he kind of just points. You, you knew, you know, it's not like a real long distance, but he kind of points. He says, uh, you can make your way back uh, to the private area uh, to meet, uh, meet your friend. Okay. I'll... Uh... Do that, and as I'm kind of walking to to the door, you know, I have a suspicion. I think who it is, but not a hundred percent. Could be a setup. I'll uh, sort of look casually over at the rest of the group and sort of give like a little gesture with my hand, like, "Hey, be cool. Hang on a second. We're checking something." You know, it's kind of a little hand wave sort of deal. All right. So uh, you head over there and um, you get into this, it's kind of like, uh, you know, shadowy booth area, uh, but uh, you get closer and closer and you definitely uh, can tell that uh, this is a hut here. Um, and you step up in, it's a little bit of a raised area and you step up and the, the figure shifts uh, and turns um, and uh, turns in a way uh, for you to be able to see uh, who it is. And uh, the hut turns in and just kind of, you know, in a little bit of a hushed voice still, but you can definitely hear the uh, exclamation. He says, I knew you would come eventually. And uh, before you is uh, Mika the hut. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't often say this about a hut, but I'm sure glad to see you. Says, uh, and and I you, but uh, it looks like uh, you're a little short in uh, counterparts. Uh, is the rest in the, in the, what what are you wearing? <laughs> well, I just have normal clothes, Mika. Come on, don't give me a hard time. Wait till you see the rest of the group. Um, I'll get on the uh, the com link and uh, radio back to the rest of the group. We're in the back room with Mika. Come on in. File service. Yeah, and I'll just explain to uh, Mika, well, as you can imagine, things have been a little uh, interesting since that uh, business with your father back at the uh, banquet. So we've been traveling a little 
incognito as best as we can to not look like a group of six wandering the streets of Narshada. Um, yes, I uh, I can understand that. Uh, it's it is very unfortunate what happened to my father. Uh, I I also uh, I have I have struggled with finding time to grieve that loss uh, as uh, I have spent most of my energy on also uh, laying low as I worry that uh, I may be uh, the next target. Yes, uh, kind, uh, very sorry for your loss, uh, Sir Mika. Um, your father was a, 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 a kind, uh, kind employer. Good save. <laughs> so about this time, uh, you know, the, the rest of you guys, sorry, Rix, you did call them over, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, yep. So the rest cool. of you guys, uh, are you guys heading over? Or are you doing anything else? Yeah, Cable just set down his drink, immediately straighten up, look at the bartender and say, thanks, and walk towards the booth. <laughs> Terrible. All right. So, uh, yeah, as you guys uh, approach, and, and Mika, he, he's given... Uh, some interesting reactions to each of you as you show up in, in uh, you know, Cade in your coveralls and, um, you know, Dab in his, his veil and, and whatnot. And, and then uh, the orange, uh, well, not orange now, but just trash uh, <laughs> heap of, of a droid here. And then uh, Remy, uh, cloaked Remy comes over, you know, hard to even see Remy's faces at all under the cloak anyway. Uh, but uh, he says, oh, the rest of you, it's, uh, again, it is so nice to see you. Uh, I hope uh, you've fared well uh, down in the depths here of, of Narshada. Well, as well as one could expect while being pursued by multiple people, we had an encounter with uh, another hut. It was in... Uh, armor and carried around tracking droids he nods in agreement or in yeah kind of in recognition he says ah yes Purella. he loves a hunt uh, i'm sure that uh, uh he's trying to stay on my brother's side zonos is uh you know it's likely assumed that zonos will uh take over uh the family business and uh you know of Even course the other huts will like to uh you know, uh, slide up next to them as much as possible. Even though that's not what your father wanted. I don't suppose you have any proof of that. Like in writing, with a signature, maybe a seal. <laughs> uh, he says, uh, unfortunately, no. Yeah. That's what I thought. Um, he says, he continues, he says, uh, I, I, of course, uh, I believe that uh, Zanos is responsible for our father's death. And uh, I, I also question uh, if, if Vago uh, may be involved as well. Uh, Zanos's reach is, uh, is pretty deep sometimes. Vago, Vago was the one that helped us escape, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Vago seems on the up and up. He's the one that let us out. Oh, interesting. Uh, 
well that is good for Vago uh, it's apparent that my father's trust in him was not misplaced um, actually here's the piece that I was looking for but Mika hadn't mentioned that um, he was going to be successor right Um, yeah, as far as I knew, I didn't even think Mika, had, Mika okay. knew. Yeah, and that's, sorry, and just kind of, okay, the way that you uh, oh, kind of said that. that on, yeah. No, and that's fine. <laughs> I, I just, I, I wasn't sure either, um, and then I just found it. Uh, so anyway, so Mika, um, you know, it, I don't know, I guess it, it doesn't really change much. Mika would just, you know, be a little surprised to that, uh, and that uh, Papra had planned that. Uh, he he just continues. And he says, uh, "So uh, yes, I I knew that uh, I knew that my father would likely send you down these depths to uh, to uh, track down uh, the tempest. Uh, have you had any luck in that area?" Mm. Well, we found a Trandoshan back on level forty-two, who. Apparently has sold spice to a to some Wookies in the employ of a hut, which sounds a lot like your brother. Yes, uh, he's uh, sometimes uh, not very careful, and uh, yeah, that would be quite a giveaway. Uh, uh, if Zanos is in fact uh, taking Tempest himself. This uh, this makes him even more dangerous. And uh, also on whatever level we were on previously, um, sounds like the Trandoshan was getting it from a middleman who's now dead, but the whole operation seems to be run by some nameless crime lord, and that's all we know on that. Says, uh, yeah, generally, uh, you know, there are, you know, even some huts get involved in these things, and uh, you know, they they do, uh, they sometimes do uh, enjoy their discretion uh, and let it uh, work work its ways uh, through the cracks of the of society. Um, but uh, speaking to that, uh, I um, I might have some news uh, that is helpful. Uh, I uh, I have been working on a way to uh, get off planet. Uh, I believe that uh, need to uh, head out uh, and get away to uh, kind of regroup and uh, figure out what we need to do. <laughs> and um, yeah, you got to throw it in the game chat now or in the roll twenty <laughs> chat now because. I just, all right, all right. I, I can't concentrate. We got a short right. world. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just what I imagine Cade would look like. That is what he looks like. Ugh. Perfect. The mega hat really bothers me. Oh, I didn't see that, but oh, it says make mega. Empire. So there you go. Yeah, make empire great again. There you go. All right. <laughs> what? 
what what empire are you talking about the sith empire they've been gone make, for... Endr <laughs> make endragon you guys got it as a souvenir little giuseppe <laughs> Make Endragad Giuseppe again. All right, so um, the uh, Mika continues, and he, and he says, uh, "I have uh, I've been arranging a way off planet, and uh, I have a contact uh, waiting for uh, for me uh, a few more levels down, level fifteen. Um, I'm uh, seeking transport for myself, and uh, I ask that you all would join me." Uh, to one of my off-world uh, Skydo freight outposts um, so that uh, we can again regroup, as I said, and uh, challenge Zanos' leadership of my clan. Sounds like, to a, me. Yeah. sounds like a plan to me. I don't have any interest in staying around here for much longer. All right. So he, he claps his hands together and he says, most excellent. Uh, we can uh, be on our way immediately, uh, make our way there. And uh, uh, the sooner we can get off this planet, uh, likely the better. So he begins to, you know, move out of his, uh, his area there and uh, head off. And um, there's kind of like a side entrance that uh, to this uh, bar that uh, Mika prefers to take uh, again still kind of keeping uh, to the shadows and, and uh, as discreet as possible so uh, he follows he heads out you guys following behind yeah I think so sounds good okay so as you, you, leave, you leave the bar? what's that leaving the bar yes <sighs> What, how do we know this guy's not going to be waiting for us outside? Who? The uh, headhunter hut. Oh, I mean, I guess Brisket. you don't, but you're with... Well, we're going, you're we're with also going, Mika. We're going out a side door this time, too, so I felt a little bit better, like, not walking back out the main entrance. You think that being with Mika is going to clear us of getting murdered? I mean, no, but... Okay. I think... Let's let's take a peek outside before Mika opens the door. Yeah, let's all peek outside. Actually, head... uh, let me just just camouflage myself, and I'll go out and fly out around a little bit. That's okay. a good plan. All right, so you kind of uh, Mika chuckles uh, at at your uh, your insistence on uh, on being that uh, covert, uh, but he allows it, and uh, you head out. Um, give me a perception check. Listen, last time, I mean, we've been in some pretty shitty situations, and uh, I don't mean to bring up bad memories, but your dad literally exploded on us. So, we're just, forgive us for having an overabundance of caution. He, uh, the, the little bit of uh, chuckle and upbeatness he had uh, oh. out of... Uh, <laughs> The over, uh, he's a smooth overdoing. <laughs> uh, quickly turns sour as you bring up this uh, much too close, uh, yeah, uh, too way soon too soon moment. Um, but uh, he still pushes through it and he says, uh, "Yes, I I understand and I appreciate that." Uh, 
he says uh, these uh, these depths down at these depths uh, generally people do keep to themselves uh, which is why I was even comfortable coming down here uh, so dab outside you do see a couple people wandering around but they're definitely keeping to themselves and they they don't seem to be uh, of a threat at all um, there is uh, um, yeah nothing really that stands out uh, initially as you come outside all right, I'll go back and tell the party, but I'll stay invisible just in case. Okay. So uh, the rest of you follow out, and uh, you head out, and you're kind of in the back uh, back part of this. And uh, uh, Mika says, uh, we'll uh, travel by foot uh, for a little bit and then uh, um, take a vehicle uh, to down to the, the next location. I don't uh, suppose there's any chance we get back into our ship, is there? Are you asking this? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, Mika says, uh, unfortunately, uh, at this point, no, it won't be easy. Uh, we certainly need to uh, overcome uh, Zanos' uh, uh, assumed leadership uh, before we're able to get to that. But uh, certainly, uh, I, I'd imagine, uh, as you said, uh, knowing Vago, he would be uh, working on that potentially. And uh, we'll have to try and get in touch with him uh, and uh, link up and uh, see what uh, assistance he can provide. I just look back at Ricks and like reminding, what, reminding him of what I said last session. I'm just like, kill me. Just mouthing that. <laughs> So you guys continue on your way uh, a little bit, um, and uh, give me everyone, give me a perception check again as you guys uh, kind of are making your way uh, to a location to just, grab a taxi. Gonna, yeah, keep an eye out. Keep an eye out for tracker droids. <laughs> All right. So. Uh, Remy, you pick up on it first um, uh, before they come out, but uh, from the shadows, uh, four uh, figures come out uh, um, ahead of you guys as you guys are walking down this one particular uh, alley here. And um, you see them first, and then uh, Dab and Cade, you pick up on them. And they definitely have the look of uh, Tempest users. They just uh, they just seem kind of enraged, and uh, you get uh, a little bit of deja vu of back on uh, Temple Valley, uh, I believe it was on Endragod when when those crazed uh, uh, addicts uh, jumped out and kind of jumped you, and we're just kind of trying to get that splice. So uh, these four figures come out, and uh, seems like there's one of them that a little bit more of the ringleader, and he just comes out snarling and just says. Uh, Give me that Tempest Spice. Uh, I know you guys have some spice. Let me see the Tempest. And they've got uh, just simple, like, small vibro daggers, uh, you know, if you call it that. Shanks. <laughs> the, the elusive vibro shank. It's just a regular, like, piece of metal, but he's shaking so much from withdrawal that it's... <laughs> He's producing the vibro to it, yes. Yeah, yeah. Can I, can I, can I, fly, can I fly up <laughs> invisible and whisper in his ear, uh, since I'm invisible, and be like, the Tempest is inside the bar, man. Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> 
So you go up to one of them and do that, and you just see. So everyone else, because Dab's invisible, uh, you just see this guy start looking around, like like confused and whatnot. And he actually like starts kind of like grabbing at his head and stuff. Uh, he's just like uh, he just starts talking to himself. He says, but talking to the voice, uh, you know, that nobody else knows about. But he's just like, <laughs> I know, I know, I'm trying to get it. Uh, they were in the bar, so they must have the spice. Um, but at this moment. Uh, Mika actually slithers forward a little bit, and uh, he just looks at the figures and he says, uh, "My friends, uh, there is no, uh, there is no spice here. Uh, unfortunately, you need to move along." And uh, they all look at him, and um, you know they're kind of still looking uh, thirsty for for their vice and. Uh, uh, you know, a couple of them react again and just say, "No, I know there's spice in the bar." And and Popper kind of repeats that, and he says, uh, "I'm sorry, my friends, but there is no spice here. You need to carry on." Uh, Dab and uh, Cade, give me perception checks, please. Uh, Mika. All right, so Dab, you uh, pick up that uh, there's a little bit of a kind of like a flick of the wrist from Mika as he's uh, he's giving these commands to these uh, four uh, Tempest thugs. And uh, after the second time that he does, uh, does give this command, uh, you all, then you notice again that... Uh, the slightest change in the demeanor of these thugs and uh they just kind of give a huff and uh you know grumble away uh disappointed uh looking looking elsewhere where they might be able to find uh what they're after our hut uses the force huh do you say Great. that out loud <laughs> yeah i'm saying that meta but i'm gonna i'm gonna whisper our in uh, Mika's ear, uh, you uh, you know the ways of the forest, huh? Uh, Mika jolts a little bit, uh, just a little bit, but he, he you know he recognizes your voice, and uh, I mean he knew that you flew out invisible, but uh, you know it's still startling at first. Uh, but uh, um, he uh, he kind of turns towards your voice and he says, uh, "You can come out of that silly illusion now." Uh, uh, we'll be fine the rest of the way. Um, so, whether you drop that or not, he does kind of turn to the group, and, and, um, and he does turn to you, Kate, specifically, uh, and, and he says, uh, yes, uh, I, I do have some abilities uh, uh, of the Force, and uh, my father did know, uh, but... Uh, it is something that uh, you can understand. Is something that uh, we keep uh, uh, quite quiet. Yeah, I'd imagine so. Where did you learn that? It's just something that, uh, just something that. Uh, I've felt or that that's uh just kind of seems seem to have existed there. Uh, 
Huh. My my full name is Mika Skywalker. <laughs> Please stop. <laughs> I was gonna make that joke, but I, oh fuck. Yeah, no, no, that was that, bad. That, that was bad. Um, Rick will uh, kind of lean in and uh, so, you know, I, I hate to break up the conversation, but maybe you guys could chat about this, you know, on the ship as we're leaving the planet. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, well, Mika gives uh, Devin ex expression of. Uh, acknowledgement to, to that in, in agreement and he says yes yes uh, certainly we'll have plenty of time to catch up so but let's uh let's continue and um so you guys head uh head on your way to um you find a location where you're able to grab uh you have to take two taxis of sorts um but uh, you get those down to level 15 uh and you get to um a Uh, down to a um, another cantina uh, called the Murr, M-U-R-R. Um, and so as you get down here, uh, daylight at this point, basically non-existent. It's, it's a memory at these depths. Uh, the only light that uh, emanates from the area are glow rods and uh, decrepit video screens uh, that flicker with pictures of powerful huts, uh, their voices uh, rumbling at this depth. Streets are filled with trash, uh, and the stench is overpowering. Again, you, you've gone even deeper, and it just it just seems to get worse and worse. Uh, you know, so everything kind of just flows downwards. Um, this is not the bottom of Narshadado, and uh, but you feel that it must be very close. Uh, the bar, the Mer, is uh, a dive's dive. Certainly, uh, nothing more than a dimly lit room with some tables. The bartender uh, <laughs> seemed seemingly unconscious behind the counter. And uh, tables are unoccupied except for one. The uh, as you guys enter in uh, behind Mika, uh, there you see a stern-faced female seated at the table who rises as uh, the hut approaches. Mika bows, turns to you all, and then says, uh, introducing the the woman, um, "My gentle friends, uh, please meet my contact." Captain Angela Crin of the CSA. We've met. Angie, long time no see. How you been? She, uh, she has a bit of an indifferent uh, expression, uh, especially to your, uh, uh, your bit of a uh, sarcastic uh, hello there, if you will, uh, Ricks, and. Um, but uh, she says, uh, she says, yes, uh, a pleasure. So you've been looking into the spies too. Uh, Mika kind of cuts in, and um, you do notice that uh, she is uh, she's not wearing uh, the traditional um, CSA uniform, so she's in kind of nondescript uh, civilian clothing. But um, Mika cuts in uh, at, at when you say this and says, uh, yes, uh, I, I contacted uh, Miss Crin uh, soon after she arrived here on Narshada. Uh, we've been, uh, as you know, trying to track down the, the Tempest Spice Lord and uh, uh, Captain Crin has uh, been able to get into some places that uh, I would not be able to. 
you know, or even uh, our obvious servants would not be welcome. Uh, so she has uh, done well in securing information uh, un from those unwilling to talk to huts. The list of bars, in fact, that uh, my father provided you of places to investigate uh, came from some of her work. Um, she, uh, she did have, some of you may have met uh, Miltor uh, at the dinner party. Uh, she was a contact, uh, but uh, he has disappeared uh, recently. Uh, and it's likely that uh, Zanos uh, has uh, taken care of him. Uh, Kryn kind of picks up from here and she says, uh, uh, I have been trying to find uh, transport off of Narshada, but so many of my smuggler contacts uh, are turning a proverbial deaf ear. Um, and... Uh, I worry that some may have even notified Zanos of my presence. Uh, however, uh, I do. I have managed to secure a, a skiff uh, and some weapons, uh, if needed, uh, by calling in some favors. Uh, the skiff will allow us uh, some more mobility, uh, and um, I have a lead on a ship to get us uh, the rest of the way out of here. What are we waiting for? Let's do it. Yeah. Good news. The skiff is uh, a couple more levels down in an abandoned warehouse. Uh, it will be easy to get to, and once we get that, that'll help uh, uh, help Mika travel uh, and us all travel easier, uh, and then to uh, get towards uh, this potential ship to get us off planet. Let's make our way there. Can't wait for Kay to get rid of his stupid disguise. <laughs> she uh, gives a smirk at that uh, as she kind of looks, gives you an up down Cade, and, and uh, uh, this is uh, quite a different, uh, quite a different look from uh, uh, what we've seen before. So, yeah, like underground hat. <laughs> that what it says? I'll make Hendrigard great again. Wonderful. So, uh, you guys head off uh, from the Mur with uh, Mika and Angela Kryn in tow, heading a couple more levels down into Narshada uh, towards this uh, mysterious abandoned warehouse uh, to find your uh, transportation uh, part A. Uh, to get you further uh, to your final destination of getting off the uh, the planet. So that is where we will end this week's episode, and we will pick up uh, heading to the warehouse. Okay, sounds good. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right, good stuff. Good session, guys. We'll All see right. you in a couple weeks. Have a good night.